Alright folks, this is Jack Newtown here. Do this uh broadcast before I go out and get some items, get some work done. We gotta work, baby, we gotta work. Now, something interesting actually. Um I was just going through the YouTube, scrolling through the YouTube, you know, this morning. Oh, I just now turn on the YouTube. Drink my organic coffee. And I saw Tasha K. Now I know some people don't like Tasha K. Some things she say I believe is total conjecture. And there are some things she brings forth I do believe there there is some um, some truth behind it. Um, I saw that she's working with BET Plus, which that's excellent. You know, I, again, I don't sit up there and dog anybody out for trying to do something positive or moving up. Hey, that's hey, I, I give her credit for that. Um, I mean, she managed to have a great PR team. She managed to have a great uh, representation um, out there, so she she done her excellent networking. I'll give her credit for that. Uh, she has done excellent networking. I'm not going to knock a sister because of you know something she may have said on her video. I know some people will take it that way. Some people may um, who don't like her will just knock anything that she's doing positive. I'm not going to knock anybody that's doing positive. I'll give you an example. Tommy Sotomayor, he says a lot of negative things about black women. He does. That I mean, that's just the truth. But he has done a lot of positive things for black women um, and black people. So we got to give him credit for that, too. Um, one thing he's good at is talking people down. He can, you know, he can start the fire, but he can actually put out the fire. I mean, it's, I mean, whoever taught him psychology, whoever uh, was his professor with his psychology degree, you've done a great job because that man done made something out of himself using that psychology degree. I mean, he done amazing work on that level. Uh, but I'm going to give Tosh K credit also. She has a video called exclusive why black men are growing titties uh sugar addiction cancer diabetes with d i guess dr or dj jordan now i agree with that but i also added and i know the title is going to upset a number of people particularly the women why are black women built like gorillas yes why are today's black women are built like gorillas? And I know a number of black women are going to be upset with that. But it's true. Think about it. You know, they say homely built, homely built translates to gorilla. I didn't say you look like a gorilla. Well, some of you, but you're built like a gorilla. And black men are now becoming built like big women. Because now you got the some of these guys, these wide ass hips. Uh, they got the boobs, you know, the silver dollar nipple versions, you know, not the ones that not the fat 
guys, the guys who just really fat, they just need to lose some weight and, and let that fat gets off their chest. Not that. Because I was 402 pounds. I was just a fat guy. So when I lost the weight, that all that all that stuff came out. And now my chest is just like a square, like block. But when I was 402 pounds, I looked like I had some boobs. Boobs. Because I was fat. I was 402 pounds. That's obese. That's morbidly obese, actually. That was morbidly obese. And I lost all the weight and put on a whole lot of muscle. But then you have guys who are not obese, who are not morbidly obese, got silver dollar nipples. I mean, nipples the size of silver dollars. They got beads. They got racks. They got breastuses. They got titties. The titties. And I know it's embarrassing. I know for men, that's pretty embarrassing to have boobs, to have man cans, to have breast assist. Yes, it is very embarrassing. Yes, it is. But it can be changed. And it's due intensive, very intensive exercise and dieting. And what you put what you put into your body, but is more about the physical aspect. Now, nutrition aspect is important, but the physical aspect is more important. And just like the old saying is you use it or lose it. The same thing with your muscles. You got to use your muscles on a daily basis in order to maintain that. Otherwise, if you sit idly for a month, two months, three months, four months, you lose muscle mass. And then you get them titties. And then you end up getting estrogen because you're not using the muscle mass frequency. And I'm going to play the video. And I, and I thought it was very interesting, very, very interesting, intriguing video. That's why I'm um, discussing it. Now, again, I'm not a fan of Tasha K. I'm not a supporter of Tasha K, just like with anybody else. I'm not a fan. I'm not a supporter. Now, Tommy, yes, at times I have supported him. Yes, at times I was a fan of his. Am I like a super fan? No, I'm not. I'm not a uh, what you call a, you know the super chat fan. No, no. But I do support a number of things he has done, and then there are some things I disagree with. But there's the most things I, I support, etc. Now Tasha K, I'm never put a diamond. I never laid a diamond in her pocket or anything. But I will say if she's right or wrong. In this situ in this matter of this video, I think she's in the right. Now, some of these of the gossip stuff, yeah, okay, it's wrong. But I'm not going to sit up there and consider everything wrong if she's bringing up something that can be informative and helpful. That's just why this broadcast is on the health, wellness, and bodybuilding uh, topic instead of the comedy entertainment because this is not real. Well, yeah, I'm going to make it funny but still i'm gonna make it humorous put it that way i'm gonna make it extremely humorous the titties and the boobs and the wide ass hips like Corey gamble that that, that that dude do got some wide ass hips i ain't gonna lie now, i know you sisters are laughing but some of y'all look built like gorillas just call i'm just keeping it real some of y'all built like gorillas Mm -hmm. but uh, 
I mean, and, and, and that can be fixed. Don't get me wrong. That can be fixed. For all the Lizzo supporters whining about uh, this is me and accept me for whatever you want, that's fine. You can, you can come with that mentality. That is, and it's funny that we can talk about men who have physical issues like tiny penis or tiny nuts or a big gut or beebs or wide ass hips or he looks feminine. And that's fine. This is America. You have every right to say so. Now, when you come to the woman, particularly black woman, particularly because particularly black woman. You talk about they built like gorillas, which a number of you are built like gorillas. I'll tell you in your face. You built like a damn gorilla. This is just what it is. You get mad. You're built like gorillas. Some of y'all are growing hair around your chin. Some of you women have mustaches. You know who you are. Some of you have mustaches. Some of you look like y'all can grow a beard. Hmm? Some of y'all look very manly. But then when we say these things, and some of you are morbidly obese, not by size, but by numbers. Not by size, but by numbers. What I mean by that is it's a tie between the Hispanic and the white woman that is the most obese woman in America by size, like 600, 700, 800 pounds. But black women in America are obese by numbers instead of maybe 10 fat white women who are like 700, 800 pounds, which that's huge sizes. You got 5,000 black women who weigh on the average of 300 pounds. That's numbers. Size against the numbers. Just like with now, I know they say, well, black men are the same rate. Not not exactly. No, because most black men are athletes. Most black men are entertainers. Most black men are in in sports. So that's kind of difficult to say black men are 73 percent obese. That's not true. Now, black men are 62 percent obese. That's a fact. That's more than that's more than 50 percent. But black women are nearly close to 78, 79% obese. Yes. On the average, between 78 and 79% are you obese. Black men is around 60, 61%. Now, 15, 20 years ago, that was not the case. 20 years ago, black man obesity rate was... 41% and black women obesity rate was like 52% like 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Now, 30 years moving on ahead, black man obesity rate is 61%. Black women obesity rate is almost 80% in America. In America, particularly. These are facts. And that's a big issue. And it seems like the women get upset when we point these out. But it's okay when a man gets called for his obesity, for his uh, female-like traits, like boobs and wide-ass hips. 
they get called to the floor, they get called names, they get made fun of, they get laughed upon, they like, oh, I wouldn't mess with that one right there. But then you women are like average of 300 plus pounds. An average black woman in America is like close to 300 pounds. Particularly in the South, in the deep South. But then when we point that out, then all of a sudden you're fat shaming. Now all of a sudden you're body shaming. Now all of a sudden, oh, how dare you? Uh, you can you talk about something else? But then when it comes to talking about black men, then it's okay. Then yeah, yeah, that's right. So I got to call it right down the middle. I can't sit up there and then jump on the men and say, you're, you're fat, you dish, you got boobs, you got wide hips, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. Without also pointing out to the women that, look, you're built like a damn gorilla, you got a mustache, uh, you sound like a man, your, your features look like men, you look manly, your breath stinks, you smell like a man. So a society has become to where men are hyper-feminized and women are hyper-masculinized. That's what it's gotten to. Uh, we're going to play the video in a second because it's a good video. It's a good good topic. Now, some things I'm going to skip because I feel like it's not necessary. I have not watched the whole video. I, I watched about a few minutes of it. And I'll just say, okay, well, let's go ahead and put this in here. You know, I got to do a quick overview because, again, I'm not a biased person. I'm not going to sit there and cut and edit out certain things. To suit my narrative, I'm just going to go and play the video. Now, if I chop close, if I shorten the video, that means it's for time purposes, not for just to edit out things. It's for time purposes. Of course, this is a three hour broadcast. So me talking about it's going to take all the whole time. So let's go ahead and get this video started. An exclusive of why black men are going to taste sugar addiction, cancer, diabetes with DJ Jordan. Let's play Good. I'm glad to have you back now. You know my co-host. Pleasure to be here. I'm glad we got a chance to get you in the studio because ever Man. since you did that infomercial, right, everybody's right, right. just been having yeah, like so many questions. Yeah, very much appreciated. Definitely excited and looking forward to the conversation. Now, um, I got to address your attire first before we get into like your proprietary blend over here. Okay. Of, uh, it's a product. Hey, you know, some people, you know, they don't take their shot in whatever way they feel like they you need to. You think maybe they're trying to get the product for free? That too. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> that's all a part of it. You know what I mean? Throw a little feminine energy to try to get a little something. You know what I mean? You know, my thing is, hey, if the product is good, people, just pay the man. Just pay the man his money. I mean, it it takes money to create these products. It takes money to bottle these products, to distribute these products, to advertise these products, to put labels on these products. It takes money. But then uh, just like when I was when I I think it was like back in 2014, I interviewed uh, Dr. Burst. Dr. Burst is from Colorado. Well, no, actually from Oregon. 
And I had them on, uh, this is when I was on Ustream. And we talked and had our interview. I was asking Dr. Burt's questions uh, about his medicine, about his, uh, which I bought some of his products, which are some good products, um, cures, and that he was dealing with the FBI. He was dealing, actually, he was dealing with the FDA um, because he was a professional what they call the doctor, you know, like a herbal doctor. And the FDA was coming after him, claiming that he has what you call uh, mislabeled items or quotes, etc. And which, again, it was just nothing but garbage. But he was going through. He couldn't really tell me into it because he was dealing with it, with cases with the FDA. The problem was it was callers that was coming in. And this is why there, there's a good positive block talk rail and then there's a negative side of block talk rail. Because some rat rat animal comes in and acts a damn fool, which again, I've had a lot of them. And then they're talking about, well, uh, I can't afford it. Uh, I can't do this. Uh, uh, I can't do that. I can't afford this. I can't afford that. And Dr. Burr said, that's okay, and I'll, I'll send it to you for free. Because, you know, he's, he's a nice guy. And I got to the point, I said, hold on now. And I said, ma'am, this man has took time and money out of his schedule to create a product that can help you. Why can't you just pay, at least pay something on it or pay the money uh, to get the product? Like, oh, I'm going through a tough time. I said, how are you able to get the Internet? And I start quizzing her and I said, what phone you on? What kind of phone you using? And then she started hanging up. This is what I'm talking about. Niggas always want something for free. That's the problem with y'all. That's why we're the bottom of the total pole. That's the reason why uh, we don't have the most money. Yeah, individually, we're wealthy individually, but collectively, we're not so wealthy. We're in poverty because of we run on around, want something for free. Because we feel like we're entitled to it. Just like these little rich, preppy Wall Street boys think they're entitled to some woman's vagina. Because they're from a rich, upper-class family. Like Brock Turner. <laughs> now tell me. Now I know um, we did like a brief infomercial with you on the channel. It was an introduction. Because everybody has so many questions mm -hmm. about your product. Um, I got to tell you first, I, I, you know I use it. Absolutely. You know, my husband uses it. Um, now, this is what you call the olive leaf extract. Um, and I, there, there's some things he, he got on there that's pretty familiar. Uh, Moringa and cilantro, which I, I do drink Moringa tea. I haven't drank that in about four months because uh, I haven't went to the uh, I haven't went to Fiesta Nutrition in a while and got that product, which is now I saw one comment on a person. Uh that says that getting vegan products is not expensive at all. And don't believe the hype. It would be true if everybody lived in the metropolitan area, ma'am. But if you live in a small rural town or in a very small city where there's limited resources then it is not so easy to get vegan products. 
Now, of course, you'll get your basic, basic potatoes, your corn, etc. That, yes, that's pretty cheap. Depends on the time of season. But as far as going, as far as like tempura, seitan, um, you know, meatless vegan products in that in that sort of manner, then no, that it becomes expensive then. But I understand if you're just talking about basic fruits and vegetables, yeah, that's going to be pretty cheap. Basic fruits and vegetables. And hell, in some cases, some fruits are not cheap. They're expensive. Brazil nuts are not cheap. No, Brazil nuts are not cheap. Uh, you hell, they charge you eleven dollars and thirteen cents a pound for, for Brazil nuts. Yeah, and the only time you can probably get them on the on the steel is when the holidays come. And I usually get them the ones that already have the shell in it, for like two dollars and ninety nine cents a bag. And I used to get like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten of them because I know that it's not going to be there very long. By the time, you know, Christmas and holidays is over, then them bags will be gone. And so I'll snatch those up. And I know people have an issue with, with opening them, open the Brazil nut up and eating it. All you have to do is put them in the oven for like 15 to 20 minutes at a 300 temperature, 350 temperature for 15 to 20 minutes. And they'll harden up. And when they harden up, that means they're easier to crack. They're easier to peel out. Because if you eat them raw and soft, it's going to be hard to, hard to get them out and eat them. So best to roast them for 10, to, well, maybe 15 to 20 minutes at 325 degree temperature. This is what I do. I spread them out instead of putting them all in together. Because you put them all in together, they're going to burn up quicker. So you got to spread them out individually and it'd be like 20, maybe 15 to 20 minutes at 325 degree temperature and take them out, let them cool for like about three to four minutes. And then you can just get a nutcracker and crack and start from the, and start from the, the middle. You can, you can start from the middle part. You can start from the upper side and they should be able to pull out. And, and they're good when they're roasted. But they're expensive. But at certain seasons, they're cheaper. But during the whole season, Brazil nuts are $11.13 a pound. $11.13 a pound. Now, of course, they are shelled. But the ones I have are unshelled. Which is going to be a little bit cheaper because... You know, you got to look at the labor costs on that one. But yeah, Brazil nuts are not cheap. Certain nuts, certain fruits, dragon fruit isn't cheap at all. A drag, one dragon fruit is $6.99 each. That's not cheap. You can buy a bag of grapefruits for $5 compared to one dragon fruit. So it varies for the lady who made a comment, it varies where you live. If you live in a metropolitan area where there is competitive prices and have like Trader Joe's or or uh, Costco or any of these uh, Whole Foods stores, yeah, you can get a good deal on those. De definitely, you can definitely get a good great deal 
and, and, and save money. But if you live in a rural area where there's not a lot of stores, not a lot of grocery stores, not a lot of uh, places, maybe you, have, you only have one or two stores like Walmart, the prices go through the roof because they know that you got to travel a couple of hours to a bigger city in order to get those products for at a lesser price. But by the time you burn the gas over there, it's not really worth it. But I agree with the part that it is cheaper to a certain extent. You know, diabetes and things like that runs on my side of the family. Mm -hmm. I think on his too. I wouldn't say it runs, but if you don't eat right, right, that's the exercise. Anybody can get around with diabetes. Okay, high blood pressure. I think you're you you tell us the major benefits of my olive leaf. Now we have all the products there, but just just give us scope. Okay. Well, yeah. Olive leaf extract is, is always, first and foremost, a herbal detox. Okay. And that it helps to remove parasites and negative bacteria from the body, which is essential in maintaining overall good health. We need to detox at least one week out of every month. Minimum. I, I, can, I can agree Minimum. One week out of every month? One week out of every month. Right. And, and that's irregardless of diet. So whether you're a plant-based person or you're a person that eats animal protein, we all should be detoxing at least one week out of the month. So that's like one week, no meat. No meat. All plants. Focusing on fruits, vegetables, nuts, grains, and a lot of water. And no processed sugars, none, none of that. Salt. None of that. Work your best to, to alleviate that for at least seven days. And the reason why is because you want to give your digestive system a break. Especially if you eat meat, animal protein, mm -hmm. that wreaks havoc on our digestive I system. Can. Because yep. the body really isn't designed to break down animal protein. That's true. You know what I mean? Like no animal protein? No animal Not protein at all. Not even What about fish. people that are like, um, you know, that live in like the northern countries and mm -hmm. stuff where they don't get a lot of plants like Alaska? Or, or Russia. So Well, for those folks, you know, their diet probably are, is a little bit different based on the region. Yeah. Yep. You know, but for us as people of African descent. Oh, that's what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. 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 That's why we you got know what I mean? Yeah. Right. That's why got... But, sir, most of us are not from African descent. Now, I agree with you on, on, on that level, but most of us are not from African descent. Actually, a, a number of y'all are from a mongrel race, so you don't know what to set you're from. Now, uh, numbers are from the Shemitic descent, um, which, of course, mainly eats fruits and vegetables. And like at certain seasons, eat meat, you know, because even the Bible says not to eat a lot of meats, because if you eat a lot of meats, you, you have illness. So even the scripture even says not to eat meats, not to eat meats. Only time you were to only times you were only eat to eat meat was the Passover, the lamb. That was the only time you was able to eat is, is a celebration. Like when like someone celebrating a victory from war or celebrating a wedding, wedding feast or a Passover or the Purim or the Feast of Dedication or uh, Feast of Tabernacles. That is the times you can eat meat. That's the only times you'll be, able, you'll be, will eat meat. But through all the times that are none high holy days, you are to eat fruits and vegetables. Because like when Adam, and, not, not Adam, but when Cain and Abel and the Lord demanded animal sacrifice because it was a 
uh, a day for the Lord have described. He says, this time I want you to provide an animal sacrifice, meats. And that's Abel did what God said, provided meats, and God was pleased. And Cain, he gave fruits and vegetables. And God said, this ain't the season for fruits and vegetables, nigga. I told your ass to get some brazen damn meat. I want no damn <laughs> I went over there fruits and vegetables today. I didn't tell you to get cantaloupe and watermelon. We'll have that another time. But damn it, today I want some lamb. I want some sheep. I want some cow. Go back there and give me that damn meat or else I'm going to tell Lucifer he going to get on your ass. I know God didn't say that, but, you know, I'm mad. Baby. It's rich enough. Exactly. Okay. exactly. Okay. We got to be mindful that we really never needed to bombard our systems with that animal protein. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so plant-based... You know, mm -hmm. yeah, but again, the majority of us, yes, a number of us are of African descent. That's true, but we are a mongrel descent mix as well. Because remember, in America, when y'all some y'all brought here, some y'all were mixed with your slave master's genetics. Am I right? Am I wrong? But I understand what you're saying, but technically, those people who live over there actually for generations, they are actually a true African descent. We are African descent, but we're not fully, fully blooded African descent people. I'm just, just telling the truth again, because again, we were removed from our descent over here for what, 249 years. So we were removed from that. The only way we can tap right back into the true African descent is if we marry somebody from that continent and consistently breed within, within that region. Then you will bring forth that true African descent. But we're not fully true African descent. So therefore, it's a little bit tricky. And I'm saying this for a good reason because it's a little bit tricky. Because yes, we need to be more eating fruits and vegetables. But there are some people, some of us who have certain bloodlines that we're mixed with, have a diet a little bit different, and that diet genetics may be overtaking your body. Um, example, your blood type. You got blood type A, you got blood type AB, you got blood type B, you got blood type O. And usually those with blood type B are from Egyptian descent, you know, the black, the African descent, B. Uh, those with A blood type or AB blood type are usually Asian descent with AB blood type. And then you have those with A type are more, um, I say, European-ish. And blood type O is pretty much original man, original man DNA. Blood type O is original man DNA. They call that ancient. Blood type O is ancient DNA. They call that ancient DNA. Blood type O is ancient DNA. Now, the other blood types, blood type B is African descent. Uh, blood type A is European. Blood type AB is more Asian Native, Pacific, you know, that blood type. And then you have blood type O is ancient blood. It is best, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? 
um, from a health standpoint, and we always, as a company, advocate for people to eliminate animal protein, but we're also yep. realistic, and we know people are kind of setting their ways with their diet, and food yeah. for us is cultural, you know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. so if you're used to eating a certain way, uh, and you haven't faced any serious illnesses, and you know, you may be a little bit older, a lot of people are setting their ways, and we understand that, and so that's why we created olive leaf extract to really help to remove the parasites and bacteria, primarily in people who still consume animal protein. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's right about that. He is absolutely right about the animal protein. That's why I stopped eating meat years ago. Now, there may be, there have been gaps that I ate a little chicken here and there, and I'm just like, you know, done with it. But overall, through in the four years, I've been a vegetarian. Um, and... Now people say, then why do you eat cheese? That's bad. Well, the, here's the reason. It's because of vitamin B12. Because your body requires vitamin B12. And cheese is a good source of vitamin B12. A lot of the fruits and vegetables are low in vitamin B12, believe it or not. That's, that's a fact. Um, animal protein is high in vitamin B12. So you say, well, why don't you supplement? Well, not all supplements are created equal. It will just be cheaper to buy. Uh, I'm not talking about that that craft cheese. We ain't talking about all that, you know, that 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 that, that sliced cheese. We're talking about that hard block cheese, where you hard to cut through a knife. That that real cheese that you got to eat. Um, you know, with that don't have all the other crap in it. It's just basic cheese, you know, like mozzarella, you know, like uh, uh, queso, not 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 the dip, but like it's it's like ricotta cheese, you know, that type of cheese. That's what I'm talking about. That's high in Swiss cheese is actually the highest in vitamin B12. Um, if I want to eat cheese, I eat Swiss cheese because, again, it's aged cheese and it's high in B12 vitamins. Um, for compensation, because again, not all B12 vitamins are created equal. You don't know what's in it. Uh, they can tell you this and that, but I can guarantee the Swiss cheese I get, I know what's in it. I know what it is. Mm, okay, that's that's powerful. Now you have a few products here. Now before we, you like describe each one of them, because each one of them have like has their own. I mean, I think all of them have their special, but it's just right. you know for more emergency cases and things like that. Tell me, like, what inspired you to want to help, like, our bodies and stuff like that? I mean, because you look great. You look Thank good for me. Right. Thank you. No, but that's, that's my goal. I mean, I ain't trying to put you on the spot. You know, I know he's a man. We're all in process, you know what I mean, at the end of the day, we're all in process, and okay. you know, I've been at this for a number of years, you know what I mean? I, okay, if you don't mind me asking, how old are you? 47. Oh, wow. Yeah, 47. Wow, that's the, black don't crack. That's an African right. don't crack. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, black don't crack if you take care of it. You know, just like leather. Leather don't crack if you take care of it. Leather, if you put oil on leather, you know, like, you know, oil on leather, it won't crack because you are softening the leather, making sure the leather doesn't get, leather doesn't get dry or anything like that. Same thing with your skin. You know, you got to put oil on your skin. You got to put oil on your hair uh, to make sure no dandruff because, you know, us black folks come ashy and we come dry because we don't drink a lot of water. We don't drink, you know, of course, we're absorbing the sun. 
So if we're absorbing the sun, that means that you know we're we're also losing water while absorbing the sun with our with our skin tone. While Caucasians, their their skin reflects the sun. So if it reflects, that means they still retain their water, but at the same time they get burned in the process. Uh, blacks absorb the the sun, therefore. It, your skin absorbs the water, which means it uses the water to absorb the the sun, prevent the sun from burning you. Therefore, you get dehydrated quicker than your Caucasian counterpart. <laughs> and plant-based, you know what I mean? And, you know, obviously exercising and, you know, different things like that, managing stress, okay. a spiritual foundation. So all of that for us is important to really be healthy because it's one thing to just eat good yeah. but it's another thing to be emotionally spiritually balanced as well yeah. and we focus on total body mind spirit emotional wellness that's really our premise that's good you know what that's I mean? yeah a lot of people i'm telling you, they eat healthy out here and still got high blood pressure from all the stress right absolutely so, yeah absolutely i get that now what if that's because they don't exercise intensely and that's the thing uh high intense training lower stress high intense training uh, lowers blood pressure extensively. Um, I have extremely low blood pressure. I do. I have extremely low blood pressure. Now, most people in my family have always have issues with high blood pressure. I never had an issue with high blood pressure at all in my life. I've always had low blood pressure. Now, I have extremely, even though I was 42 pounds, I still had low blood pressure. But now I'm different. I got extreme low blood pressure. So my body requires more sodium intake in order to balance the blood pressure. Because you know people with high blood pressure cannot take eat consume sodium. I can consume sodium because I have low blood pressure. But I don't it's not the sodium that everybody y'all take on. I don't do table salt. Uh, the sodium I take on is from celery. Is from uh, from Himalayan salt. I don't do table salt. I don't do white salt or any of that uh, any of that crap. Um, if it's like I said, I don't put sodium in my foods either. But I do take some Himalayan salt and put it in my water to mineralize it. Of course, um, I use clean water. I'm just telling you what I do because um, this is a great great thing right here. I clean my water every day with Brita. You know, like one of those filters. And, and Brita does work. Now, I don't know about pure. I'm not much of a fan of pure water. But Brita water filter does work. It does work. Because I can taste the difference when run it through a sink. And I sipped it. And it was, yeah. I mean, it was like death. It was like death, death in a, death in a uh, glass. But, oh. But when I ran it through a Brita water filter system, um, it, I mean, it is flawless. I mean, I can't taste nothing. It is clean, it is clear, it's tasteless, it's odorless. Um, it's amazing. I mean, it's really amazing. And you can get a Brita water filter for like 20 bucks. Uh, depends on, you can get like a, a 10 cup or 18 cup. I'm thinking about buying another one, like a larger one, because I think mine's is a what you call a six cup one. I'm thinking about buying a, a 18 cup one, like a huge one, 
and the 10-cup one. So you just have small, medium, large, and have a filter because one now the blue filter is like $16, $17. But that filter will last you about six months. Yes, that filter will last you about six months. That blue filter will last you about six months. The white filter will last you two months or 40 gallons. Yes, it will last you, yeah, or 40 gallons. It'll last you two months or 40 gallons. And it has an indicator when you need to replace it. So I don't drink water from tap. I moved away from bottled water because I stopped drinking bottled water because of the BPA, uh, by speed all A into the bottled water and all that stuff. So unless, unless it's absolutely necessary. But I just drink filtered water, clean filtered water. Um, get your Brita water filter. It's a good investment. You might want to spend maybe about $50 on a Brita water filter. It is a great investment. You don't need colloidal silver or these other products because, like I said, you you don't know what those products can do. They have been very questionable by the FDA. I'm not saying they don't work. I'm just saying if you don't know what the hell you're doing with colloidal silver, then don't do it. Don't do it at all. If you if you don't have somebody teaching you how to do it, then don't do it at all because I know YouTube shows you this. But look, not all YouTubers know how to do what they what to do. And then you, you end up screwing yourself up. But... Um, Get you a Brita water filter and spend about $50. Now, you can have one for your sink. I prefer not to have it uh, attached to the faucet because it doesn't do a, job, a better job compared to having the, um, the container. Because the container takes its time. The container is slower, which means it's filtering more uh, impurities uh, through the carbon filters. The one in the sink, it goes pretty fast, which is nice. But at the same time, there's still stuff that still is able to reach because, again, it's going too fast. You want a filter that goes a little bit slower, which means is the water is is just literally having the all the impurities have to be absorbed into the filter in order for it to go down. And it, like I said, it's just amazing. And yes, you can do this with alcohol. You can actually do it with, with uh, vodka or gin. If you know, I wouldn't recommend you buying the cheapest gin or cheapest vodka and then try to run through a, a water filter. That, that's not that's not how it works. Now, if you have a good quality vodka or gin, yeah, you can run that through a filter. It will taste a little bit better. Um, it, well, it'll take the, the flavoring away. Put it that way. Um, yeah, it works. It does work to a certain extent. But mainly, we're talking about the clean water. I know some of those have asked about, uh, can you run a Brita through vodka or gin? Which, yeah, you can to an extent. But it won't be like the Brita water filter or any of that sort, you know, where it's like water. But yeah, uh, that's what I do. That's what I have. And I saved a lot of money on buying, I haven't bought a 40-pack of a bottled water in three weeks ever since I got that Brita water filter because all I have to do is pour it in there and refill those gallon jugs up 
with that bread of water. And that's coming from the sink. Inspired you, first of all, how did you hear about the olive leaf? Like, you know, before you <coughs> like, how did you come in contact? Because I came in contact. Right. So I think Thorne came through, in contact, through me. Yeah. Like, it's like yeah. word of mouth, you know. Right. Absolutely. So how did you come in contact with you? Well, after having several family members pass away due to major illnesses, mm -hmm. one being my dad. I'm originally from New Orleans. Okay. okay. And so my dad um, was kind of after Hurricane Katrina, like many folks in that town, lived in FEMA trailers mm. for a number of years. You know what I mean? While houses were getting rebuilt and trying to resettle and, and, and rebuild their lives. And he was diagnosed with intestinal cancer. We figured as a result of living in those trailers because they had all kind of chemicals mm. and carcinogens and things yeah. like that. And so uh, being there for him and seeing him kind of suffer and go through what he went through, I said, I don't want to lose anybody else in my family if I can help it to preventable illness. You know what I mean? Now, and were so, you healthy at the time when you saw? So you were already living. You were plant-based. No, I wasn't plant-based okay. at the time, but I did, you know, kind of watch what I eat, um, exercise, okay. Think, okay. you know, the, the basic things. I, I wasn't full-blown plant-based, but I still lived a... Um, a healthy lifestyle, so to speak, with a lot of exercise and things like that. Okay. And so I made it my mission to say, hey, I'm going to educate myself on the practical aspects of health and really educate my family on how to not turn over that most important part of who we are mm -hmm. over to people who we don't even know. And oftentimes don't even care about us. Very you know true. what I mean? Mm -hmm. They just see us as a way to make money. You know what I mean? You're and talking I'm, about the, 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 the medical industry as a, okay. as a whole. Yes. Yeah, as okay. a whole. And so while I'm not totally against, you know, uh, allopathic medicine, it does have its place. I understand from a holistic standpoint um, the healing power of nature. Mm. You know what I mean? And yeah. so in, in allopathic medicine, the modality is to medicate, radiate and then cut. You know what I mean? And that's kind of the, what they do. You go kind in for, yeah, yeah, for something yeah. basic, you're going to get prescribed a medication. If that doesn't work, then they're going to give you some form of chemotherapy. And if that doesn't work, then the next thing is to cut something off of you. Yeah, you know what I mean? If that don't work, Saranara, baby, right. you got to go. You're usually up out of here. Yeah. And so looking yeah. at the healing power of nature and really working to live a balanced life, nothing beats that. You know what I mean? Like I said, being physically balanced, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually balanced, that really makes a person whole. And so mm -hmm. that's what our mission is. And so coming out of that whole thing with my father, I just made it my mission to really educate myself. And then the product kind of came as a result of tremendous amount of research and, uh, and testing it out on family, friends, had some help from uh, a couple brothers along the way that really inspired me to really do my thing in the area of wellness. And the rest is history. Now, how did you convince, because it's, it's hard, like I have, you know, a few family members who are, you know, battling like, uh, you know, uh, cancer, diabetes, mm -hmm. high, high blood, blood pressure, pressure. Right. trying to get them to take it. Right. It's right. such a challenge, you know, right. especially if it don't taste good. Yep. Right. I don't know why folks. If it ain't full of sugar, oh they don't want it. It's right. nasty. I can't do it. I'm yeah. like, so how did you convince your family members to give this a try? Like, put the blood pressure medicine aside. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, you can't take that in, in conjunction with your blood pressure medication. You can't. You, can't. you actually can. You Olive can? leaf doesn't really interfere with the medications at all. Because, oh. and the reason why is because it but does it take time. But it won't drop your blood pressure not, too Not low? really, because it, it is a natural uh, 
herbs, so it takes time to really build up in the bloodstream. Okay. You know what I mean? And then once it does, you can begin to wean yourself off of the medications oftentimes so there's no interference. But okay. you never want to stop taking any medication cold turkey. Okay. You never want to okay. do that because okay. the body has developed a dependency for it. Yeah. And that's when things can kind of spiral out of control. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. So there's, you know, for people who are open to it, because not everybody's open to really just or even wanting to get off of medication, you know, because a lot of it is psychological. It is. You know what I mean? Okay. And when you feel like a pill is responsible for you still being here, there's a level of dependency that that comes as a result of that, that you know what deep. I mean, and that's that and deep. that's real. That's true. You know Although what I mean? God gave us everything we need here to heal ourselves, absolutely. So we don't need a pill, absolutely. Now olive oil, okay? Because I mean, I know when people hear the olive leaf, mm-hmm. you know they they put it with olive oil, which they are the leaves from the olive tree where they extract the olive Correct. oil. So mm-hmm. these are just the leaves. Now, like I said, like you're doing your research and you come across this, like. How did you come across it? Because, I mean, I've done research, and I don't know if you... I've done some research, too. They, oh, yeah. The National Institute of Health have has done a lot of studies right. on the olive leaf. They have proven that um, when... I think it's the, the flavonoids, if I'm not mm-hmm. mistaken. Don't, I'm not a doctor. Don't, don't. <laughs> nah, you get, you it's got like it the right. flavonoids. It's, it's a super antioxidant, mm-hmm. and when it comes in contact with cancer cells, exactly. it destroys it, it on destroys site. Now, this is it. Right. NIH mm-hmm. research. And exactly. I'll link that below for anybody that want to challenge me. Right. Because you know these people out here, they they believe in this big pharma stuff. Definitely. But, um, and so I was I was taken aback by that because I, I'm not the type of person that just like just takes something just because somebody says it. I right. want to know for myself. That way I, I'll know exactly what I'm putting in my body. Because at exactly. the end of the day, it's like, you know, anybody can tell me anything, but if something happens to me, that's that's on me. On yeah. you, so, right. And only you know how you feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And so had you had known anybody that was taking the olive leaf extract, like, and when no, you I came didn't. in contact with it? That, no? That's the interesting thing. When I did the research, I found olive leaf extract has been around forever. You yeah. know what I mean? But it was almost unknown in our community. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so when you look at the issues of high blood pressure, cholesterol, diabetes, just those three things, it's almost like once if you're black and you reach a certain age, Mm -hmm. you're supposed to have one, if not all three. Mm. You know what I mean? So 60 percent of African-Americans that are 60 and above have high blood pressure diabetes or both. It's so scary sometimes to like get old because I'm 38 I feel great. Now, every now and then, if I splurge on my diet, mm-hmm. I feel it the next day when I wake up. I'm like, you know, there's you know, inflammation okay. and things like that. Right, but once right. I detox myself, you're good. I'm you're back good. to normal. I'm good. Okay. I'm clear. I can yeah. think straight. I'm going to tell you, my big thing is meat that really puts my body down, as well as grains, mm-hmm. okay. gluten, um, right. any type of like wheat products, that stuff. It just it really fogs up my brain. And exactly. I'm actually writing a, reading a book right now on how bad grains are and meat. And so I think like when people are detoxing, I know you said before, like it was like, um, you know, you eat your fruits, your mm-hmm. vegetables, your plants and things like that. I think if they did away with like the bread, they Absolutely. would see a huge difference. Cause that gluten too. Yeah. That gluten. Exactly. And, and it like, takes a tremendous amount of time to really remove itself from the body. It takes it's months. Sticky. Right. It's, it's, sticky. it's yeah. glue. It's, yeah, it's, it's what gluten. it turns Which will into. be why everybody's stomachs is bloated too. Right. That, like, that, that, yeah. that, that is yeah. also what that, that is. is. You know big, what I mean? Yeah. Outside of just, you know, the colon being backed up with matter and, you know, waste and right. things yeah. like that, because people 
aren't having regular bowel movements. You know, we're supposed to be having at least two bowel movements that every day. That was going to be my next question. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Two a day? Two, two a, a day. day. Really? A day. After every meal? At, Just like, cause like a dog? Yes. Yes. Really? Your, your digestive system and your elimination system is designed to do just that. You know, but one of the things wow. that we fall short of, even outside of the animal protein, is we don't drink enough water. Right. Yeah. So yeah. when it comes to waste elimination, that can only take place when there's adequate moisture right. in the body. So the body has to be hydrated. Okay. We should never feel thirsty. It, Thirsty. If you feel thirsty, you're already going into the second stage of dehydration. Mm. And so most people are walking around dehydrated and don't even know it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's a part of the problem. Then you couple that with most of us are not getting adequate sleep. Right. Yeah. And the body only heals itself (laughs) when it's resting. We both some insomniacs right here. So we definitely we got to get that sleep. It's so like sleep. People people underestimate sleep because like vitally important. Yeah. Like if you get a cold, what mm-hmm. happens? Your body, you want to go to sleep. You just want to sleep right. because your your immune system is it's down compromised. Here. That's why mm-hmm. you can't really eat. True. You can't do nothing because your body is like, okay, don't put nothing in me. Exactly. Go to sleep. Let me go to work. Exactly. So I can fight and repair and When yourself. you don't do that, yeah, you're yeah. steady breaking down your immune system, and so that that rest and that sleep is absolutely critical because again, the body heals itself when it's in full rest state. Mm. But that's also the time that the body detoxes as well is when it's in rest state. Mm. So that sleep is absolutely critical in order to maintain health. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I say all the time, there's no such thing as flu season. That doesn't exist. What, What it is, is a lack of sunlight coupled with a tremendous amount of stress around the holidays, Right. Mm-hmm. And a lack of sleep. Because people buy gifts and that shit. in and, and, itself, and, and obviously yeah. eating, you know, Crazy. a tremendous amount of food. Right. Yeah. And so all of that begins to compromise the immune system until we reach a point to where now we're open to the influenza or susceptible to that influenza virus. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I that's mean, what I've, that I've been is. around people who have had like the full blown flu because like I don't like get into traditions as far as like, oh, we're eating a turkey. I may say, okay, we're going to have a seafood broth for, for Thanksgiving. Or yeah. you know what? I'm not, I'm only eating one plate. I'm right. not eating any sugar. I'm, right. So I don't typically like, you know, uh, I guess what do you call that? Bog my system down? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't get stuffed. Yeah, because yeah. people get sleepy. So right. you right. watch football. And you're out. And you're out. Right. You Absolutely. Know? And the you're trying to fight that food <laughs> because like, I really think when we put too much food in our body, I'm not a doctor. I just think, you know, sometimes our immune system can see that as a foreign invader. Like you've given absolutely too much. Absolutely. You and know, and so. coupled with the fact that a lot of the foods that we eat are genetically modified, mm. that's going to throw our system off as well. Because our body is not recognizing. The body doesn't even recognize GMO because it that's a foreign yeah. kind of thing. You know what I mean? And a so lot of these grains people, out here are right, GMO. And exactly, that's why, exactly. I'm going to be honest with you, they fuck up my body. Yeah, and and they do for a lot of people, even if they don't know it, you know what I mean? And so the body is really designed to heal itself as long as the right things are put in it. That's the key. But it's like a lot of people just don't like fruits and vegetables. It's so weird. Like, how do you recommend? Because I I can speak for somebody like me with basically is what I call like a food addiction. Now, he's a millennial. Okay. So, okay. You know what I'm saying? I want you to talk millennial talk. To yeah, him. talk millennial nah, talk. Yeah. So like, yeah, we went definitely. to school. We had fake food. Right. Those were square pizzas, like right. nachos every day. Okay. So like, for somebody, whether they're my age or not, who has like a literal food addiction, like you just can't stop eating. Um, 
Like, what do you recommend they do, like, in conjunction with uh, my olive leaf? Like, in conjunction with the olive leaf, what you're going to have to focus on is the psychological aspect of that addiction, okay. right? Mm-hmm. Because what happens is you're not addicted to the food. You're addicted to the chemicals that are in the food. Okay. That's what you're addicted to. And so you have to begin to now change your taste, your interest, and your desires around what it is you eat. And a lot of that is what I call psycho-spiritual, psychological as well as spiritual, and begin to focus on other things that promote health, right? So if you're not a person that really eats a lot of fruit, look at the fruits that you do enjoy eating, right? And double up on those. Even if you're not a person that really eats a lot of vegetables, look at the vegetables that are healthy, that are in season, Mm -hmm. right? And double up on those. Learn to, or over time, to incorporate fruit into your smoothies. You can even put vegetables in your smoothies. Get used to green drinks in in the morning, right? Before you even start your day. Learn to drink a tremendous amount of water, Right. Yeah. You know, and obviously moving the body around with some exercise. You don't have to get out here and run a full marathon. That's not necessary. But learn to move the body. Get in tune with walking is very powerful. Let me tell you. And you know when you're in optimal health, you know, when you feel good. You do. So waking up in the morning and maybe not making this phone the first thing that you grab. Right. Ease into your day. Right. Stretch. Meditate. Create a spiritual foundation before you jump on the Internet and start, you know, getting kind of wide open with work and things like that. Ease into the day. Give thanks. Have a spiritual foundation where you give thanks to the creator and those things that are important to you that keep you centered. And then learn how to manage stress, which is absolutely important. Right. Because even with the best diet. If you're under stress, that's going to compromise your immune system. And most people, even outside of the food, their stress comes from relationship, money, and work, Mm. right? And so these things really weaken our immune system, obviously, which really reduces our quality of life. And so that's why a holistic approach is absolutely necessary because it's total body wellness. And these are the things that, you know, again, I understand Mm. hospitals have their place, and I always say, if you've been in a car accident, God forbid you've been shot or right. stabbed, yeah. something's broken. Now I want to better come get me. Right. Yes, go to the hospital. They, Don't rub no definitely, money. Yeah, go, go, to, the go to the hospital for yes. that. You know what I mean? But for 90% of the other things that we tend to deal with, learn to eat the proper foods on the front end. And what the foods can't do, allow the herbs now to come in and help really flush that system and help build that immune system. So our food is our primary source of our medicine. Always keep that in mind. I used to have a bad sugar addiction. Okay. It was so bad. Most people do. I literally had to put cookies or cakes in the garbage and pour some type of chemical on them just so I wouldn't go in the garbage. Damn. Oh, mm-hmm. like you put bleach on it? I had to put bleach on That's how bad I was addicted. And then once I did some research, and I remember one day sitting in traffic. And of course, you know, I mean, cookies and cakes. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, I got gluten allergy, all this kind of stuff, right? I'm sitting in traffic, and I'm talking to like 26 years old. And I didn't know where I was. Mm. I didn't know where I was. I was like, oh my God. So on top of that, I'm stressed. You know, my husband and I were going through a bankruptcy, very young. Um, we had lost a business and, you know, eating. And I'm working at like a place called Buffalo Wild Wings and I'm eating that food. 
And right. literally right there, that bitch, and you know, no no shade to Buffalo Wild Wings, but you know, their oil is like the same, they use chemicals that they use in jet fuel as the stuff that they fry their food in. And I mean, their food is delicious if you like yeah, that yeah, taste food. Yeah, it's called MSG. Yeah, just like the Chinese food. That's why I don't eat Chinese food. That's why I don't eat most uh, most chips or anything. That's why I don't do it. That's why I don't eat most. That's why I don't eat Chinese food. That's why I don't do it. That's why I don't eat MSGs. I don't eat most chips. You know, like them kettle cooked chips. I'm gonna give you a spill on it. She's right. Because when I was 300, 400 pounds, I was the same way. I'd be in the traffic, and then I'd be like, where the hell am I? I'm like, because the diet and the chemicals. But, you know, when I got the vegetarian, vegan diet, etc., then, you know, my mind became more calm, more, you know, smooth, etc., but yeah, MSGs is in, believe it or not, you know, like, like them kettle cooked chips. Mo- the majority of those kettle cooked chips have MSG. Uh, Cheetos have MSG, Flamin' Hot particular. Um, a lot of these flavored chips, spicy chips have MSGs. That's why you uh, like the Takias, Takias, you know, the, the Hispanic chips. That's why you got a lot of Hispanics that are fat. And obese. Because they be eating that stuff loaded with MSGs. Uh, cookies. or Yeah, Oreo cookies is crack to me. I ain't gonna lie. I eat Oreo cookies once in a while. It's, it's crack. I mean, it's, it's just, you know, that's why I don't keep keep them around. You know, the people at the job be having Oreo. I'm like, damn. And they be good, but, you know, it is what it is. Mm. Hold on. That was good. Keep it moving. But um, yeah, you got the MSGs and and all that sort. Um, again, that's why I'm. Eating less cookies, like Oreos, because I'm staying away from Oreos um, because of the, the sugar content and that sort. And um, starting to get into more alternative foods. You know, if I'm going to have like something like that, like, you know, raw honey, which is I have in the cabinet raw honey. So I'll, I'll reach to the raw honey if I feel like I need something sweet instead of um Eating Oreo cookies and and that sort of thing, and candies and you know this you know like chocolate and stuff like that. Um, so I, I stay away from that. I tend to stay away from those from that type of stuff because again, that's, that's with sugar. But then at the same token, 
me, the way I train, the way I exercise intensely, which I know people walk maybe 30 minutes a day. Look, I train for two and a half, three hours a day. When I'm on training days, it's like two, three hours. Yeah. So on the average, I train about 18 to 20 hours a week. Just weightlifting, cardio, uh, exercise. That's, that's high intensity. So therefore, I'm going to burn a lot of that off. But still, I don't, still don't want that in my body at that level. Um, kettle cooked chips, a lot of them has MSGs. A lot of your Cheetos have MSGs. Uh, the torti- the flavored tortillas, you know, like their flavored, tor- you know, like the ones with the spicy, all the other uh, lime and all that stuff that has MSGs. Um, a lot of the Chinese food has MSGs. Uh, a lot of your restaurants put MSGs into the food, uh, particularly Asian restaurants. And again, no, again, nothing against the Chinese people or nothing whatsoever. It's they put MSG because if you notice, they don't eat off the buffet table. They eat they eat from the kitchen. They cook their own food. And then the food they cook is for you with the MSGs loaded up in it. And the, and the food they cook is different. Right, right. You know, so this, this is no shade to them because I know a lot of people are like, why would you say it? But it's true. It, it has this chemical called BHT or something, if I'm not mistaken. But um, 26 years old, 27 years old, um, teeth are going bad, you know, because I'm not eating well. Right. Um, and so in order for me to correct myself, I had to take a spiritual approach. And that spiritual approach for me was fasting. Mm-hmm. Okay, absolutely. And when I fasted, I did. Fasting is biblical. The Bible te- tells you to fast often. The, the Bible tells you to fast often. I mean, people say, I found this new spiritual thing called fasting. I said, that's been in the Bible for ages. I mean, if you want, if you want the answers to a diet, read the Bible. The Bible tells you no excessive meats, no excessive drink, um, eat fruits and vegetables. Yeah. They said better for a man with with. uh, What was it better for a man with uh, with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. Which is vegetables. Because that's what they called vegetables back then, bitter herbs. Because vegetables didn't taste good, but uh, better for a man with bitter with bitter herbs than a palace full of pull of full of meat and gluttony. Because I just couldn't go cold turkey. You know what I'm saying? I'm going from eating everything I want to now nothing. So I didn't do a water fast. I did a juice fast. Right. Mm-hmm. So when no, I- no, 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 no. That see, that's not a fast. I'm gonna tell you the truth. That's not a fast. Uh, no, that's not a real fast. A lot of people say, oh, I did a water fast or I did a juice fast. No, no, no. A real fasting means no water, no juice, nothing comes into your mouth. Not even toothpaste. That's a fast. That's real fasting. Real fasting, no water, no juice, nothing. That's a real fast. Because true intermittent fasting, y'all talking about intermittent fasting, true intermittent fasting means no water, no coffee, nothing for 16 hours straight. Yes. 
That's a fast. Because the you read the Bible. The Bible says no, nothing comes in or in your mouth. Nothing enters your mouth, not even water when you fast. According to scripture. So a juice fast, that's not that's not fasting. That means you're just dieting. You're just juicing. That's not a fast. That's not. No, that's not a fast. I know that's the Christian Christianized. Oh, I'm fasting. I'm just eating fruits and nuts. I'm fasting. That's not fasting because you're still eating. Oh, I'm just drinking water. You still are ingesting liquids into your system. Therefore, that's not a fast. That's not a I'll put it that way is is, it may be an intermittent fast. I'll say an intermittent fast, but it's not a like full fledged fast. You know what I mean? It's not a full fledged fast. Put it that way. I did a juice fast, and I did that for six weeks. And when I say it was like the first week, I remember I almost lost my job because I was a bartender. <laughs> and my literally the customers would ask me for something, but because I was shaking. It was- now, Tasha K. Now, here's a question: because your boy right there, Storm Monroe, was making fun of a grown man being a U- Timothy Savage, which again, Timothy Savage is an ass, but whatever. Making fun of a grown man working as a used car salesman. And he said, don't you know you ain't shit when you you are a grown-ass man selling used cars? But Tasha K was a grown-ass woman being a bartender. I'm just saying that that's what that what he said rubbed me the wrong way. Right there. I mean, one thing is like you look, you you're supposed to be working with this brother and then you I mean, and I understand if you moved on to better opportunities, nothing wrong with that. But at least I would have said this. That's like me. Let's say I, I, I um found something better, like a better career, a better job. I'm going to let my boss know two weeks advance like, yo. Um, this company offered me, um, but, um, again, I was just reading something real quick. That rubbed me the wrong way. Now, if I was going to leave some, somebody, I'd say, look, you know, this person's offered me more opportunities, etc. Uh, I think this is a good move. I mean, this is where I'm heading to unless you can offer me something better. Now, I would have respected that and say, OK, well, you know, you you know, I can't, you, you know, you do what you need to do. Just um, like situation, person not. Work under me, say, you know what, I, I took this job and I say, I'm the good no, I want you to take it because that can help you move up in life. That can help you advance. No, don't 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 think I'm gonna be upset with that. No. 
And then you say you ain't SH, you ain't shit if you are a used car salesman or you working at something, something. But Tasha K worked as a bartender. What's wrong with that? That's why this guy right here, I really don't have an issue with Tasha K at all. I don't, don't have a problem with her. You know, except some of the conjecture that she puts out some when it comes to the gossip stuff like that. Uh, and, yeah, and a little bit of thing. But this guy, mm, you know, you put down somebody working as cars, used car salesman or uh, a guardsman, et cetera, and they're an adult. Come on now. That just got a little bit wrong. I would be like, shut the fuck. Like, I'm yeah. telling you, right. you're mm-hmm. And so, you know, next thing you know, I'm in the office. And they're right. like, Tasha, what's going on? And I'm like, I'm detoxing. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, wow. just clock out, go home, come back. Right. The, the withdrawals are over. But I remember when I woke up, it was like that fifth day. And it was like a new... You had your breakthrough. I was mm-hmm. like... I felt like I was floating. Right, yeah. I was like, am I supposed to feel... I had never felt like that in my entire Absolutely. life. And let me tell you, I had everything around me. Stress, work, uh, two-year-old baby Thompson was two at the time. Okay. Um, and everything that could have made me just go and eat. Now, let me tell you, there was another phase to this. I Once I had my breakthrough and I felt like, oh my God, I can do anything in the world and I had nothing going on but food, I, I started to feel lonely. Mm. I was like, something's missing. Really? Oh my God, yeah, yes. That's, that's what you... happens because food takes up, yeah. psychologically, food takes up a lot of space. You know what I mean? And so, again, you have to replace that with something. And I, that's why I always advocate that spiritual grounding. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And learning how to create new habits for yourself. Instead of going to the phone, you know, take 15, 20 minutes and meditate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Stretch. Love on yourself. You know, right. I'm real big on that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And not jump into a mode where you're just giving so much to everybody else and you're not taking that time for yourself in terms of self-love. Right. That's key. And you'll see and you'll find that once you begin to implement that as a lifestyle, anything outside of that, you won't have anything to do with no. it. And I remember I had to remove myself from certain environments. Absolutely. Because like... Now, I, I'm not telling people they should not meditate. I'm, I'm, I really, I really don't... Me personally, meditate doesn't work for me. Uh... Going for the pump does. Going for the super pump works for me. You know, people, they meditate or play video games or, or this and that. I, I go for the pump. That means I pump that iron for the super pump, and the super pump works for me. Mm. That's what works for me is the super pump. Continuing to work at like Buffalo Wild Wings, like you are what you hang around. Absolutely. Just by deep energy. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And so, you know, I remember I lost immediately over six weeks. I want to say 25 pounds. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I started working out. And so, and that's when I, you know, really, you know, started to look deep within myself and figured out what I wanted to do for a living. Absolutely. And so I told my husband, I was like, we got to get the hell out of this town. We were at Hagerstown, Maryland. It mm-hmm. wasn't nothing there but heroin and food. Okay? Mm-hmm. I'm serious. <laughs> it was that bad. And mixed babies. Yes. <laughs> 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 I was like, we got to get them out of here, seriously. And so I came to Atlanta, and 
it was like history. And so I think as a millennial, it's like you gotta, I know the hardest thing as a millennial. Am I? I, I guess you are, because you're 26. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, you're man. Yeah, you're 47. Yeah, 47. So, yeah, you okay. can be like my older brother. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're millennial kid. Absolutely. Yeah. So I think it's just for me. I would just say, you know, you just gonna have to take a step back. You gonna have to really do your research because I was watching all types of documentaries. Mm-hmm. I think Fat, Sick, and Nearly Dead. Uh, there was a few things that I watched to kind yeah, of indie. You gotta learn how to cook. You, you, well, yeah. I know how to cook. That's it's just. So you gotta learn how to cook healthy. Oh, okay. I can learn that's, that. That's I gotta research. learn that part. See, that's, that's, where, that's research as well. Yeah, that's you know research. what I mean? Yeah, that's research. But, but my thing was kind of like. I don't want to say my breakthrough, but my kind of like my WTF moment was like I noticed I would eat chicken and I would go in the mirror and literally I could see my chest start to like swell. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what that it would go down the next morning, but I'm like that ain't supposed to be happening. No hormone. Let me okay. Go ahead, break it down for him. <sighs> and then Listen, I get on camera and everybody's like, "Are you like are you right? Like, What's right. going on?" And this is the chicken. This 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 chicken. This chicken. This chicken. So what? you know. Black people, we almost got like a a, a a spiritual relationship with this chicken. You know what I mean? When it comes I just to this chicken, you know, I, I give this spill to almost every one of my clients that call that you know trying to turn the corner on on their health. And I say every chicken that you buy in the grocery store is female, right? Not only that, the chicken is shot up with synthetic estrogen. Estrogen is a female growth hormone, Uh okay? Uh That's, estrogen is actually what makes a woman a woman, right? Mm -hmm. Uh And so when the chickens are shot up with the estrogen, that causes them to grow faster because it's a growth hormone. Obviously, you shoot a chick up with estrogen, it grows fast, you can get it to harvest that much quicker. It's it's a money thing, Mm -hmm. okay? When we consume the estrogen, is black people as as people of African descent. It affects women differently than men. What happens with women is that an excess amount of chicken or synthetic estrogen causes uterine fibroids. Five, a yeah, that's right. Link to est- uh-huh. to estrogen toxicity in the body in black women. That's where the the fibroids come from. With men, uh-huh. low testosterone. So we got to begin to turn the corner on the animal protein. That's why it's so necessary to focus on a plant-based diet. It's the same thing with the, with the beef and everything. Our bodies, again, are not designed to, to digest meat. It's just not. It tries, you know, but it does a very poor job. Now, I would be remiss if I did not give a brief spill on the uh, on the ancestor, Dr. Sabi, in the information that he brought to us that was so important. With, when it comes to mucus, mm-hmm. this is the thing when it comes to meat as well. When we eat meat, meat causes our digestive system to work extremely hard in mm-hmm. order to break it down. Okay. Now, the body is, in, in this sense, is almost like a car with, with antifreeze okay. right? or coolant. When the body is attempting to break down meat, it heats up. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's almost like an engine running hot. Okay. okay, because it takes so much energy to try to break down animal protein. When the body heats up, the body now produces mucus in an effort to cool the body down. So the mucus is, in essence, coolant. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, so the body begins to produce mucus so that the so that the body doesn't heat up to the point where the person actually checks up out of here. So it produces mucus, but it produces so much mucus. You see, and that's why people. So if you eat meat, and let me give you an example that we all can relate to. If you eat meat and you are honest with yourself, when you wake up in the morning. You are bombarded with mucus. You are blowing your nose, yeah. your chest. You <clears throat> All of that is yeah. mucus buildup that took place during the night as your body was attempting to digest the animal protein and is producing all of this excess mucus that got you in the bathroom blowing your nose all day, you know, just to try to get your day started. When you eat a plant-based diet, you don't have those issues because you're not you're not eating the foods that actually produce mucus. This is what the Grand Master teacher, Dr. Sebi, actually taught us and why his his modality is so important today in order to maintain a healthy life. That's that's what that is about. So he wasn't just saying don't eat meat just because he understood the damage that the meat was doing to our bodies and the mucus as a result was actually causing us a premature death. Oh, that mm-hmm. would be the same thing with people who like dairy. Absolutely. Yeah, it still produces a, of, okay. a tremendous amount of mucus. Mm-hmm. All, all of those. Because that comes from an animal. Right. And that eventually like kills a person all the time, right? Too much mucus buildup. Absolutely. And, and yeah. not, it does, but it also uh, destroys the immune system. You see what I'm saying? And it makes us susceptible to, to all types of viruses. You see what I'm saying? So anytime you have a... Comp- now, I just, and I agree with all the most parts. Now, as far as with Swiss cheese, uh, because then you have an issue with the... the and I'm going to be honest with a lot of you, and y'all need to be honest with yourselves. People who are vegans have issues with tingling of the fingers. I've had it before. Um, and that has to do with the lack of vitamin B12. Yeah, that has to do with the lack of vitamin B12. Like your fingers are cold or so-ish because it's a lack of vitamin B12. And you can supplement that if, again, then you, you're taking a gamble on the type of supplements because some supplements have shell- shellfish, believe it or not, uh, mixed into the B12. Or you can do a, a Swiss cheese to balance that out. Now, that's the only reason I, I'll eat dairy is on the basis of that. Now, I don't drink milk or nothing nothing like that. Now, I can't do that. Um, well, because number one is it, processed. It's not the true natural milk like it was. And a lot of reason milk is bad for the body is based on the fact that the cows... And here's here's the kicker, people. Now he's right about the chickens. Chickens, believe it or not, are the number one eaters of raw soybeans. And that's where a lot of the estrogen kicks in because of chicken. A lot of chicken has high levels of estrogen uh, pumped up with steroids, uh, pumped up with uh, GMOs. Cows are pumped with GMOs. Uh, pigs are actually pumped. Not only they're pumped up with soybeans because they eat. Because believe it or not, soybeans is the number one food for animals, for farm animals, for farm-raised animals. Soybeans is the number one food for farm-raised animals. Uh, also, with pigs, 
they also are pumped with psychotropic drugs because pigs, they claim that according to scientists, are closer to human body parts. Yes, pigs' body parts is closer to the human. Um, that's one of the reasons why God says thou shalt not eat the pig because those with the, I think with the uncloven foot, the cloven foot, you shall not eat because those animals are closer to human. Yes, those animals are closer to human. The pig, yes, pig is closer to the human, um, you know, because it has similar parts like that of a human uh, shape that, you know, the organ shape like the human. And pigs are the number one animals that are experimented on when it comes to psychotropic drugs. Yes, before the pharmaceutical industry puts out Xanax or Zoloft or this and that. Now, I know they use monkeys, too, but they also use pigs. They also use pigs. And see how that affects the pig. And then the pig gets slaughtered. And they, you know, if the pig dies or whatever, the pig gets slaughtered and they turn around, they sell it to the, to the butcher because again, they, you know, the, 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 the psychotropic drugs is in the meat. It's in the tissue. The psychotropic drugs is deep into the tissue. Therefore, people eat a lot of pork. They just go stark raving mad. They go crazy. Yes. And our bodies are not designed to eat meat and not that much. Um, a small portion, believe it or not, you're only supposed to eat a small portion of meat. But overall, our bodies is not designed to eat excessive meat. Now, people say, well, what about the proteins? What about the proteins? You need protein. You get protein from plants. You get, hell, you get protein from, from nuts. Nuts are high in protein. You have walnuts, you have almonds, you have uh, Brazil nuts. They're, they're high in protein. So you get your protein from nuts. Uh, you get protein from broccoli. Uh, now, of course, you have to eat lots of it. You get protein from beans, legumes, uh, black beans. Pinto beans, uh, navy beans, those are high in protein. So you, uh, lentils, lentils is high in protein. Lentils is like what, less than a fourth, uh, I think it's a, a fourth cup, is 11 grams of protein. For a fourth cup a, of lentils is 11 grams of protein. So if you eat a whole cup of lentils, that's a, like uh, 44 grams of protein. So you eat one cup of lentils is 44 grams of protein versus a hamburger, which is 16 grams of protein. You can eat, uh, you know, tempura or sanctum, which is fermented, fermented soybean, because when it's when the soybean is fermented, that that increases the the uh, the protein content. Not only decreases that, it also increases it also uh decreases the estrogen out of it because you know the, the you know the pro soybeans have estrogen estrogen some you know some of some of them do you know chemically process 
but it drops the estrogen levels and it boosts up the amino acid content. Yeah. And when you ferment the soybean or if you buy it fermented, you can buy fermented soy. Soy sauce is a prime example of fermented soy. And believe it or not, soy, if you if you want it like uh, uh, wanted some salt on your food, try soy sauce because soy sauce has about 650 grams of sodium. One one tablespoon. Actually, one. Yeah. One tablespoon of table salt has 1,150 grams of sodium. One tablespoon of salt has 1,150 grams of sodium. Yes. It has 1,150 grams of sodium. That, I, I'm, I'm not lying. 1,150 grams of sodium for a, a, tab, a, a tablespoon of salt. I'm talking about the table salt. Mm-hmm. Now, a tablespoon of Himalayan salt is about 760 milligrams of sodium. But a tablespoon of soy sauce is 690 milligrams of sodium. Even though they say soy sauce is, is extremely high in sodium, not compared to a tablespoon of, of, of uh, table salt. A tablespoon of table salt is a 100 1,150 milligrams of sodium. And the uh, 91, 90, over 90% of the soybeans that are grown in the United States are for animal production use, i.e. animals eat soybeans. So all these so-called media is talking about soy boy and uh, you little soy boy, you little sweet boy, your soy boy. Well, look, the meat that you eat is full of soy. Most animals eat soybeans or corn, which is GMO. Hmm. Oh, my cows is grass fed. Okay, but that grass top soil is contaminated with pesticides because they have to spray to make sure no bugs or pesticides get you know, a uh, 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 pest reach to there to where cows get infected. Compromised immune system, you are almost susceptible for everything that's happening in this world. You know what I mean? So it's almost, again, eating, there's no way around it. Really, there's, there's no way around it. When they reference mucus is histamine. That's why they sell products that, that provides antihistamine against histamine. The, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you a simple trick. I'll tell you a simple trick to, to, uh, to deal with that. With you know, If you're going to be a meat eater uh, and you want to one day at least transition to a more plant-based, which a lot of us should. Uh, I've been doing it for like almost five years. And the best thing to take for that is uh, NAC. Um, uh, let me pull this up. Let me pull this up real quick. Which is in acetyl L-cysteine. And that is actually used as a form of cough medicine. It prevents asthma. 
It also, uh, it, it can prevent liver damage caused by overdose of aspirin, you know, well, acid, acid, not aspirin, but acid, you know, a, a synthetic aspirin. And it's designed to clean out mucus. Yeah, cysteine, cysteine, N-acetyl-L-cysteine. Now, of course, I use this um, when, you know, when I train, after I train, because it, 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 it relieves the, the muscles from inflammation. And also, it helps protect the liver, especially if you're taking pre-workouts, if you're taking supplements and that sort. Uh, it also helps break up mucus in people with some lung disease like chronic bronchitis. So, NAC. So if you want a, a cheap method of getting rid of those issues, you can take N-acetylcysteine, which is NAC. Now, of course, the best recommendations is 600 milligrams per day. I will not go over that. Uh, anything over that is actually becoming very excessive. But yeah, 600 milligrams a day, uh, if that's what you want to do, uh, should suffice. 600 milligrams a day. So it's six, 600 milligrams a day. Hold on. Hold on. All right. There we go. But yeah, you can take N acetyl is N N dash A C E T Y L C Y S T E I N E. Now, of course, you can go to your local pharmacy store and get it for like eight dollars, or you can go to Actually, there are um, supplement sites that that offer this, like bodybuilding supplements, etc., uh, fitness. And if you're in the fitness world, you know what cysteine is, because again, when you get into the bodybuilding and the fitness world, you begin to start to know certain types of drugs. I'm not talking about steroids. I'm talking about uh, supplements, etc., to kind of uh, deal with situations where that occur to you. But there is N-acetylcysteine, um, which again helps relieve mucus, uh, treat other skin problems, prevents liver damage caused by overdose of aspirin or alcohol. Um, and you also, it, it does various things. But again, um, 600 milligrams per day should be fine. Anything over there is a little bit, of, unless you have radiation poisoning. Now, if you have radiation poisoning, then you might have to take 1,800 milligrams a day uh, to counteract, uh, counteract radiation poisoning.
Hold on. Hold on, folks. Getting a lot of a lot of messages and a lot of calls. And we tried to say, okay, well, I'm going to cut back on this and modify that. Mm -hmm. Any dietitian, any nutritionist that's telling you meat is not going to ne negatively affect your body is lying to you. Any and, and if you notice, when you go to the hospital, they almost give you no information on nutrition. Because you know. doctors oftentimes aren't trained in nutrition. They're trained in medicine. They practice Well, they're medicine. trained in, in, in pharmaceutical. The pharmaceutical drugs. You see what yeah. I mean? Which is to manage the symptoms. Never get at the root cause of the, the dis-ease. And oftentimes the root cause of this this the dis-ease is a lack of nutrients due to a poor diet. I, I would be remiss also if I didn't bring this up. Most people who have an issue with weight, right, that are overweight... It's not an issue with weight. It's an issue of poor nutrition. What happens is mm -hmm. people that are overweight are actually malnourished. I know that sounds crazy, but malnourished simply means a lack of nutrients in the body. Okay? The way that you lose... You listening, Lizzo? Lizzo. Lizzo, are you listening? Miss Lizzo, are you listening to this man? It has nothing, weight has nothing to do with other outside issues. It has a lot to do with lack of nutrients, like we've been saying for the longest, but then we get called every name in a book, but then we get accused of being uh, evil, mean-spirited, uh, a bad person, an evil person, this and that, because we refuse to acknowledge okay we refuse to acknowledge that the basis that of you are obese is your diet and i hear this crap about white women lose more weight black women because of stress and racism and racism look racism does not make you fat your your what you put in your body makes you fat. What you put in your body makes you fat, or what you lack. Ah, uh, that good water. Mm. Putting your water, what put in your body makes you fat. Whose weight is to eat healthy? Okay, to get the necessary nutrients in our bodies. That's absolutely key. So when we're eating things that are, that are not natural, the body now thinks that it's starving. And when the body thinks that it's starving, it turns everything into fat. Because fat can be easily converted to energy when we need it. Mm. You see, fat can easily be converted into energy when we need it. So now you eat something, you eat Subway. Subway, that the body's like, okay, I'm starving. That's becoming fat. You eat cereal, that's going to become fat. Everything becomes fat. So now when you introduce the necessary nutrients in the body, the body is like, okay, I got what I need. Mm -hmm. I don't need to hold on to this fat. Let me get rid of this. And you begin to lose weight naturally. 
that's really where the moringa comes in to provide the body with all of the essential nutrients that we need. And that happened to me when I when I first you know started educating myself and I, I did my juice fast. I noticed that the weight just felt. I never had to Absolutely. worry about my weight. Now of course I've had a baby, um, and so you know making that change while I'm breastfeeding. You know everybody's like, don't do that because you know you're gonna lose your milk supply and, right, and right. stuff like that. So I'm just like, oh, I gotta wait till you know I'm done. Mm-hmm. But um, no, what you said was was absolutely right. And I remember like the first thing that cleared up too was my mucus because I I was one of the ones like <sighs> every morning, mm-hmm. every morning. Oh sometimes it would get so bad my nose would bleed. Right. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And so damn. But I'll go back back to the estrogen, estrogen. Chicken is chickens have the highest levels of estrogen because they eat the most soybeans. They eat the most raw soybeans, not fermented, but raw. There's a difference between fermented and raw. Fermented soybeans takes away the estrogen. It takes away of the uh, platonics and and the isoflavins. It takes that away. Just like soy. Soy, so, soy, soy sauce is a fermented soy version of soy. Yes. 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 That's why, uh, believe it or not, you know, like Dr. Braggs, you know, Dr. Patricia Braggs have that, you know, like Braggs, apple cider vinegar and the, the diet and clean, et cetera, like that. That's why they have Brad's liquid aminos. Those liquid aminos are nothing more than soy sauce. It's soy sauce. But it's just it's been fermented multiple times to where the amino acid level builds up. Yes. Liquid aminos is nothing more than soy be- and soy sauce. Hold on. Liquid aminos is soy sauce. Soybeans. So so soybean sauce. Soy sauce. Here you go. Look on the back of it. Is like I said, it is just, it is is from all purpose season from soy protein. Yes. It's soy sauce. That's all it is. And it and it has and it's derived from fermented soy. And here and here's why you need to eat more soy. Uh, soybeans fermented of course it has 16 amino acids it has alanine it has arginine it has expert acid it has glutamic acid it has glycine it has histine histine isoleucine leucine lysine methylene uh phenolining proline serine theronine trizine valmine and you can put this on all your foods so recommend put it on on healthy foods. Like I said, it's recommended to put it on healthy foods. And again, you can you can actually get uh, I I use I use kimonos soy sauce, which is fermented soy. Now the uh, now if you get the what you call the low sodium soybean soy sauce, that uh uh-uh, uh don't get that. Get the real. Fermented soy. Yeah, that's what it is. That's all it is. But why the, the black men grow bubes, a lot of it has to do with lack of exercise. Uh, like that Popeye's chicken. 
KFC with all those uh, soybeans, those soy isoflavins and the chicken. Uh, Newports, Newports, yes, new cigarettes cause estrogen levels to go up. Uh, cigars, black and miles, malt liquor, uh, alcohol. Well, I mean, you know, if you use it, if you drink in moderation. Now, if you drink excess, then it becomes an issue. Uh, cheap cognac like brandy, uh, cheap whiskey, cheap vodka, you know, that has not been filtered or has not been distilled multiple times. If you don't have one that has not been distilled more than uh, four times, then leave it alone. Uh, all the hot dogs, uh, bologna, uh, sandwich meat, spam, Viennas, canned Viennas, all, all that, that's, that's garbage, excess garbage, so much garbage is ridiculous. Uh, all those type of foods builds estrogen in men, lack of intensive training, not exercise, intensive training, like, you know, heavyweight training, uh, cardio, jogging, that sort of thing. That's what a, a, a lot of the men lack nowadays. You know, basketball is okay, it's good for cardio, but you need resistance training. You need lots of resistance training. You need humongous amounts of resistance training. Uh, calisthenics is a good, good form of resistance training if you don't have a gym membership. Uh, Pull-ups, you know, those things, those things help. I'll tell you another one that produces estrogen nowadays. Marijuana. Marijuana produces estrogen, yes, because you don't know where it's grown. To, now, now, the grass that your grandparents and Snoop Dogg and Willie Nelson smoke, that's pure. That they, they get it from the pure form. What you smoke, you don't know where you're getting that from because, again, that, those are chemically controlled. They use pesticides to keep the, keep, keep the bugs away from the marijuana from killing it. Uh, miracle Grow, they put that type of stuff in there which has chemicals in the soil. Uh, they put it indoors. And if your indoor green room is not clean, you know, the air quality is not cleaned, then those leaves absorb all the indoor air inside it, you know, like meth methane, methane gas and all the other crap, uh, dust, etc. cetera. Um, then you, you're, you're smoking that stuff. Then the paper and the leaves. So pretty much a lot of the stuff, the drinks, beer is high in estrogen. Actually, beer is the highest in estrogen, believe it or not. Beer has the highest amounts of estrogen. That's why I don't drink beer at all. Uh, wine, not so much. Wine is a little bit balanced. Actually, wine holds in testosterone a little bit longer, believe it or not. Uh, alcohol, depends on the kind of alcohol you have. Now, if it's like clear alcohol, uh, it has lesser estrogen because it has less catchings, uh, which means it has lesser estrogen levels. Uh, whiskey is higher in estrogen. Um, the cognacs, a lot of the cognacs, um, are higher in estrogen, even though they're good, but you know, they're somewhat higher in estrogen to depends. I mean, you know, depends on how it's made. If it's been, of course, distilled multiple times, if, if it has, if it doesn't have caramel color into it, now, if it has caramel color into it, then, um, that's, a you know, it's, it's going to be a, a different story. <clears throat> That's going to be a different story. 
Um, so a lot of these things that they're talking about is correct. Um, even the water, bisphenol A brings forth estrogen. That's why I'm drinking from Brita water system um, instead of the bottled water, especially if you leave the bottled water inside the um, in, in the car or so, in the hot sun, etc., and you turn around and drink that, you nasty. That's just ugh. That's just ugh. ugh. So, people think that they're like, like you said, there's a way around it. No, I can go two weeks with no gluten. Let me use some gluten. It's right back. Because my system is clean. Mm -hmm. And so, being that my system is clean now, the gluten's just going to go right in there and stick. I'm already detoxed. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so, it hits me harder. Mm -hmm. And I feel worse. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then I can't think. I'm got, I got foggy brain. And I, I'm, you know, all over the place. I'm nervous. It causes anxiety. All right. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Things like that. So I want you to go over your products and then I'll, I'll, after we go over your products, I want us to start because a lot of people, they hear what not to do, but then they don't hear what to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm, absolutely. Like as far as like the diets and cooking right. and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And really it takes two minutes to make a smoothie. It does. Absolutely. Two minutes. Yeah. Like I literally throw some organic greens in with some fruit, some water. And you got a smooth, right? I got a smoothie. Yeah, and no it, excuses. And it feel, mm -hmm. feel, after about three or four days, yes, the first three or four days detoxing, you're going to be hungry. Right. Okay? Because your yeah. body's like... Your body's going through a transition. It's like, I need something. I'm not used mm -hmm. to this. What's going on? Give me what right. I'm used to. But after three or four days, guess what? That smoothie has filled you up exactly. and you're gone good for six hours. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But tell me about... I want to start with the moringa and the cilantro. I say drink a lot of water when you eat. That, that fills you up. Believe it or not, if you drink, if I'll say this, if you drink 40 ounces of water and you eat a small meal, you won't be hungry for another six hours. Now, that all depends. Now, now if you live a sedentary lifestyle, it should be six hours. Now, if you're an athlete, kind of like I am, it's going to be four hours or three hours at the most because I'm going to be training intensely. But because uh, like when I go to the gym, I don't like going on the full stomach. I hate that. I rather go on the empty stomach or, you know, not so full at all. To I can I can concentrate better when I don't have a full stomach. When you have a full stomach, you can't concentrate. You try to do this. You try to do that. People say I got to eat before I go train. I said, nope, I don't eat when I train. I wait till I train first. Then I'll eat. Super food. Let me pick. Okay. Well, the moringa and cilantro superfood. First off, the moringa. The moringa is a plant uh, that comes out of Ghana, West Africa, that gives the body 100% of the nutrients that we need. Okay. Okay. It's classified as a superfood because that one thing gives us everything that we need. Right. It's got so protein in it. It's for, got protein. For people that are asking, oh, what am I going to do magnesium, vitamin C, I mean, everything that the body requires, that one thing gives you that, Okay. right? So that's why it's classified as a superfood. We combined it with cilantro because cilantro is a natural detoxifier. Mm. It helps to remove heavy metal toxins, especially mercury from us uh, that eat a lot of seafood, right? We tend to carry a lot of mercury and a lot of, you know, heavy metals in our body. So the cilantro is actually going to detoxify your body of the heavy metals while the moringa gives us those essential nutrients. So we just combine both of those things in, in, in one product. So nice. this is more so for a smoothie. 
That yeah, or you can put it in the foods that you're cooking. Absolutely. Now, okay. depending on what it is you're looking to looking to reverse, because we deal with a lot of people that have HSV, the herpes virus, okay. right? We recommend the moringa and cilantro uh, blend along with the olive leaf extract in conjunction with each other to really rid the body of the HSV virus. So we deal with that. You know what? I'm glad that okay, you said something. Okay, let's get into something. that. I'm glad that you yeah. said something because I was reading in it, the National Institute of mm-hmm. Health, like research, because they were doing research on this. Absolutely. They were saying that olive leaf literally attacks HPV on Absolutely. site. Yeah. And you like they say normally HPV, your body is supposed to rid itself of it when mm-hmm. you come in contact with it. They said, but like with the olive leaf, for some people who can't get rid of it for whatever you know their immune system is being compromised, right? The olive leaf is literally known to just attack it. It absolutely and kill it. Absolutely yeah. destroy it. Destroy yeah. it. So wow. you know a lot of the things that uh, people think Hold that on. they can't get reversed, we get reversed you can suppress it but um i'm gonna tell y'all and y'all gonna get mad and that's fine and then we always had this issue uh that's why we became slaves four times uh throughout the history is adultery fornication yeah i know y'all gonna get mad but it's true a lot of the diseases not only is from foods but it's from Sexual promiscuity, fornication, sexual promiscuity is actually higher on the list of diseases than food. Food is number two. Sex is number one. So now if you're having sex with one partner and one partner only, you don't have nothing to worry about. As long as y'all not screwing around on somebody else. You have nothing to worry about. Y'all both eat healthy, etc. You're going to be healthy and stronger together. But if you are a swinger or you run around slinging your thing or slinging your vagina all over the place, your immune system will break down significantly. Even though you are eating a healthy and balanced diet, that don't mean shit. You can be a vegan and still be plagued by disease. Yes, you can be a vegan and still be plagued by disease. That's right. You can be a vegan and still be plagued by disease. Mm -hmm. And no matter what you eat, it's not going to go away. Some disease will not go away. So I will say not only food, but also sex, sex, you know, like I.E. fornication, promiscuity, committing adultery, uh, having multiple women, having multiple men, that creates disease. That's that's where you're going to have your, your illnesses and all your stuff at. Now, of course, if you're a, a refrain from sexual promiscuity and you eat a good diet, you won't have any issues with disease. But you can still eat a good diet and still have be unhealthy because you're engaging in sexual activity with various men or various women or both. That's why uh, gays rank highest in HIV, uh, stress-transmitted disease, because the anus is an open wound. The anus was not designed to take in the penis. No, anus is designed to expel toxins, expel waste, expel, you know, like, you know, illnesses in your stomach, 
illness in your intestines. That's where it comes out. Just like, you know, your, your penis expels out urine, you know, which is just, you know, excess water, filter out, you know, water being filtered out, your body's being filtered out, etc. You know, um, R. Kelly. <laughs> but the anus is not designed to be penetrated. It never was designed to be penetrated. I'll challenge any doctor, any scientist on that. The anus has never been designed to be penetrated uh, intentionally. Uh, I know some guys like to put their penis in a woman's, you know, anus. Well, if I mean that's what you like, if y'all married, then that's fine. that's you know more power for you. But technically, the um, anus is never designed to be penetrated. That's why you have the highest level of diseases in the LGBT community. Uh, HIV AIDS is based on anal penetration um, because again that's an open womb and that's toxic waste that's toxic waste you're putting your penis in toxic waste you're putting your penis in some doo-doo you're putting your penis in you know waste it's like sticking your penis in a landfill seriously it's like sticking your penis into a sewer when you do it annually. You, that's what it is. And that's why I say nothing beats the healing power of nature. You know what I mean? So if it's been created, then it can be reversed. We just have to now know what to put in our bodies, right? right. For a specified amount of time to get the result now, that we're looking for. Now I have to play devil's advocate, yeah, right? Because you know, you know people are going to be in these comments like, you're saying that, you know, herpes, something that we are told is not reversible, is... I know a lot of like, people that have reversed their herpes. Like, let's say, let's say a person has herpes. I'm not mm -hmm. going to say myself. Let's say a person has herpes, their own Valtrex. Are you telling them they can use this and then eventually not have to take their antiviral medication, whatever they call it? Um, this is what I'm saying. Let me show you what I'm saying exactly. I'm saying if they take this along with this okay. for 10 to 12 weeks and go back and get retested, call me. Okay. <laughs> that's that's okay. what I'm saying. Now, here, here's, it can, it can be suppressed. Yes, herpes can be suppressed, but it cannot be cured. It can be suppressed, but not cured. Y'all get it? It, he didn't say it can cure it. He just said it can be suppressed because herpes will for, for permanently stay in your body forever. But you can suppress it by the diet, like the, the vegan diet. That's like when what's her name even mentioned a uh, lovely team mentioned about Star Marie having herpes, which is alleged and somewhat confirmed and that she went on a vegan diet to suppress her herpes. So you can suppress the herpes. You can, you know, make it from not reappearing, but it's still in your system. It won't reappear. And it's like, you know, certain medications to suppress HIV. That, you know, it, it won't appear. That's why people can't drink. Certain people who got herpes can't drink alcohol because it will bring it back. So it can be suppressed, but it it will not go away. It will not go away. Not at all. Just like information can be suppressed, but it won't go away. You just have to keep 
not eating certain foods that will bring it back. And that's why I uh, went on the vegan vegetarian diet because I don't eat meats because of inflammation. I have bad inflammation. So that's why I don't eat those type of foods. Um, and with herpes, you can suppress it, but you won't cure it. Okay. I just have okay. To okay. Yeah. People that take their medicine, they're not having symptoms, but they still have the virus. Right. And they still right. have asymptomatic. And, there, and the reason so. why that is important, because again, a person cannot, you know, be experiencing any breakouts or anything like that, and still test positive. Yes. You know, on a test. And oftentimes, and this is where the science of really knowing how these diseases operate comes in. What the herpes virus does is it attaches itself to the heavy metals that are oftentimes found in our bodies, especially mercury. That's why I said the cilantro is a natural detoxifier because it helps to remove the heavy metal toxins, right? Right. So now when you take the olive leaf along... That's why I don't take the, that's why I don't take the flu shot because it has the murder salt. With the moringa cilantro blend, the virus has absolutely nowhere to hide. Okay. At this mm. point. And so now the olive leaf is going to do what it does in terms of reversing that particular issue. Wow. Now, this is the maximum formula. You sent me this mm. when I called you about my thyroid. Right. And so this is, whew, whew, I had to put it, I had to bury it in a smoothie because it it's is strong. It's mm-hmm. potent. But um, as far as the results, I have seen my uh, endocrinologist and my thyroid is stable. You see? I'm going to be honest with you. But because I am breastfeeding right. and I'm not mm-hmm. able to detox like I want to, it's going to stabilize until I'm done breastfeeding. Right. Once I'm done breastfeeding, the swelling will go down Everything and will I'll go back, back to exactly. normal. So can you tell me about, because you have three different types of formulas. Now, this is the maximum formula. Now, is this more so for people who are extremely sick? I mean... Explain, explain all three, because there's three of them right here. You got right. the gel, and this is the one that I take daily. I take yeah, this one. Yeah, me too. Right. We have the I'm original formula. And throw mm-hmm. it back with 10 ounces of water, and that's what I take it with. Right. That's how I take it. So. And so we have the original formula, which for, I would say, maybe 80% of our clients, they get great results with their with the And that was this formula. one. And that's right. this one right here. And that's, okay. right. Okay. And so for most folks, they want, if they don't have a serious issue and for us a serious issue is not necessarily high blood pressure yeah. you know what I mean because you can lower because, blood pressure by exercise right exactly <laughs> and, yeah. changing, yeah. and changing your diet right and getting adequate sleep and things like that and so and minimizing the stress right, right? but for those folks who have what we refer to as serious or severe high blood pressure usually a systolic rate of 160 my uncle is 240 yeah, and see, that's when you're in that danger zone, when you're yeah. getting around that stroke range, aneurysm range, things like that. Mm-hmm. And so high blood pressure is really known as the silent killer because there's oftentimes no symptoms. You don't feel any different, you know yeah. what I mean, until it's too late, you know. Yeah. And so um, and so, the way that it works is the olive leaf actually tells the body everything is fine. So when you look at... Uh, let's just say a garden hose, right? And the water has to go through the garden hose at a certain amount of speed in order to get out. It's the same thing with the blood vessels in our bodies, right? The blood has to be able to go from the heart to wherever it needs to go, whether it's your fingers, your toes, wherever it needs to go to your vital organs or what have you, right? The amount of pressure that's built up in those walls determines what the blood pressure is, okay? So now, As we consume 
a poor diet, it clogs or causes the blood to thicken up, literally, mm -hmm. right? So now the heart has to work that much harder to pump that toxic blood from our heart to other parts of our bodies. Mm -hmm. That's why high blood pressure wreaks so much havoc on our overall health because it begins to tear the rest of the body down, especially the vital organs, right? So now when we go through a detox process with the olive leaf, we're now cleansing the blood. Mm. We're cleansing the blood so that now the blood is thinner and, and it can actually go from point A to point B with the least amount of resistance as possible, thus lowering the blood pressure, okay? okay? So now that's one aspect of it. But also when it comes to people who have a systolic blood pressure along with the poor diet, now you need those essential nutrients to help with the antioxidants to really build that immune system back up because all of those things have been compromised mm -hmm. and that's where the maximum formula comes in. Okay, okay. Nice. Now tell us about, now you have a syringe here, it's like a gel. Let me see that. Okay, now I take it you don't just shoot the whole thing. No, not okay. at all, not at all. Tell us about this. Now, this is like you said, this is pure. This is no alcohol added. That's 100% of the active ingredient that's found in the olive leaf itself. So we've, we've taken the active ingredient and extracted out of the plant into a gel form. So it's okay. sticky like glue. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, it has that type of okay. consistency. Yeah, and you would only need to take about the size of a rice grain. Like, so literally that like just like that? Okay. Yeah, just a little, now, just a little bit. Now, what is this used? That's used for people who have different cancers, prostate cancer, uh, ovarian cancer, uh, folks that are dealing with um, uh, sickle cell, uh, Parkinson's disease, multiple sclerosis. I mean, serious illnesses, mm -hmm. you know, we recommend the gel for those okay. folks, okay. you know, and it can also be put in a suppository. And like I mentioned earlier, you can take a little bit of that gel for people who are suffering with alopecia, mix it with some organic coconut oil and apply it directly to the scalp. Now, is that all types of alopecia? Because what about like traction alopecia from like hair extensions and braids and stuff it, like it that? It will rebuild those hair follicles. So take a little bit of that olive leaf gel, mix it with that coconut oil. Mix it with the coconut oil. sponsor. I, I got hair sponsors. So you know. There you go. There you go. So, so if you don't take off that lace right, get you some of this my olive yeah, leaf and rub it on your edges. Absolutely. Storm has asked a question. That's a whole more. other clientele for you. You know it, bro. That's where we got to have that self-love. You know what I mean? It, it, uh -oh. it don't take off. <laughs> I'm like, you know we want to do that. Okay, okay. So this is this is hardcore right here. Yeah, so, yeah absolutely. All right, all right. Just the rice grain. Now, let me ask you something. Because, I mean, a lot of people know what not to do. Like, mm -hmm. people know not to be eating chicken, fried chicken every day. I mean, I think Dick Gregory was saying that. Like, Absolutely. Black folks yeah. don't know how to give up chicken. It's hard. It's hard. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? <laughs> right. Um, and so, I mean, Jasmine is actually a vegan. Uh, uh, she don't eat chicken. She, I think she's a pescatarian, if I'm not mistaken. Okay, so yeah. she'll eat some seafood. She'll eat seafood, yeah. Okay. Um, but as, as far as starting, like, okay, we know, like, to implement the olive leaf into the diet, okay? Because, mm -hmm. like I said, this is a super antioxidant that they extract from the leaf of the olive, you know, Correct. tree. Mm -hmm. And before, they were throwing them away before. Right. Mm -hmm. I remember because they, I mean, people, all, it was only certain doctors, and I wouldn't call them witch doctors, just herbal doctors, right. that mm -hmm. knew of the power. So it wasn't like, you know, something that was needed because it wasn't in demand. Right. But now, mm -hmm. 
with uh, people such as yourself, you're making it now on demand. Right. And I actually read too in the in an NIH study, the National Institute of Health, that pharmaceutical companies are actually testing uh, this out, and they mm-hmm. do that with a lot of of like Natural herbs, stuff. right? And they just dilute it, right? Exactly. To sustain you, right? So they're like, if we dilute this and just put it in here, don't give them too much. We can keep them stable and not cure them. Exactly. Right. right. You know and saying? you can buy, you know, olive leaf oftentimes in capsule form. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? From a lot of the major manufacturers out there. The problem is with, with anything in capsule form, you're going to lose a lot of the potency just through the process of digestion. Right. So you want to take your herbs whenever possible in liquid form so that it can go right so that it can go right into the bloodstream and go to work. Well, I open that's it. Whenever right. I have stuff that's capsule form, like my prenatals, mm-hmm. I open them up. And I sprinkle the powder into like my smoothie, so I drink oh, it like because okay. I mean the idea of of like digesting uh, plastic. It's kind of yeah, yeah it's uh, a gel cap. But again, you know the most effective way is to implement that in liquid form so that it can go right to the bloodstream and not even have to be you know yeah, it's right there, just like a goodie powder. Right. Yeah. <laughs> same, same premise. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, we're not. We're not. I, but I grew up with them, though. My auntie and dad. In your stomach and everything. I like, know. They are, yeah, wow. <laughs> they, look, they used to work fast with me, but I don't do that no more. But um, I want to talk about, like, what to Because a lot what of people do. don't know, like, what to do. Like, for me, in order for me, like, to sustain my diet, along with the juice fast, mm-hmm. I had to do research and learn how to cook. Right. Or not even cook. I was doing more prepping. And that's than what I was that's cooking. what it is. Now yeah. do you eat meat? No. Okay. Um, do you eat seafood? No. Okay. Um, you eat bread and, and sugar? This is the thing. I limit those things. Okay. So yeah. oftentimes there, there's always a healthy alternative to all of those oh, things. Yeah. Like spelt flour. You can eat bread. Yeah, spelt flour. Spelt flour is one of them. And yeah. there's a there's a type of bread called spelt bread. S P. Told you. I know my shit. This nigga knows my shit. They sell it by the loaf. You can get a loaf of spelt bread. Is that gluten free though? Yeah, it is. It is. I didn't even know that. I've heard of it though. It's a great bread. It's a great, excellent alternative to, you know, a lot of the other breads out there. Nice. You know what I mean? And so there are things that there's plant-based sausages that will literally have you thinking you eating meat. Spicy, flavored, nice at Sprouts and other, oh, yeah. you know, other uh, grocery stores, you know, and then you don't have to go broke eating healthy. A lot of people think that it's it, tremendously yes. expensive. It can be, right? Yeah. But you got to know what to buy and what point and and how to prepare. I told you. Like that girl made that comment. He said it can be expensive. I'm not saying it is. It can be expensive. Depends where you at. I'm glad he clarified it. Oh, they said they get get money. Along with the juice fast, mm-hmm. I had to do research and learn how to cook. Right. Or not even cook. I was doing more prepping. And that's than what I was that's cooking. what it is. Now yeah. do you eat meat? No. Okay. Um, do you eat seafood? No. Okay. Um, you eat bread and, and sugar? This is the thing. I limit those things. Okay. So uh. oftentimes there, there's always a healthy alternative to all of those things. Yes, like I you eat can have, you can eat bread, and yeah. there's a there's a type of bread called spelt bread. S P E L T. I know oh, you shop spelt at spelt flour. Yeah, right, sprouts. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. 
They sell it by the loaf. You can get <laughs> a loaf of spelt bread. Is that gluten-free, though? Yeah, it is. It is. It I is. didn't even know that. It's I've heard great, of it, though. It's but... a great bread. It's a great, excellent alternative to, you know, a lot of the other breads out there. Nice. You know what I mean? And so there are things that there's plant-based sausages that will literally have you thinking you eating meat. Spicy, flavored, nice. At Sprouts and other, oh, yeah. you know, other uh, grocery stores, you know, and then you don't have to go broke eating healthy. A lot of people think that it's it, tremendously yes. expensive. It can be right. Yeah. But you got to know what to buy and what quant- and, and how to prepare it so that it doesn't go bad. Now, it will. Co- you know, the thing about being plant based, it's going to cause you to have to prep your food a lot more. You know yeah. what I mean? That's that's the challenge. So you're going to spend a lot of time prepping your food. But again, if you prep it right and you buy the quantities that you know you will consume, you hardly have any waste. Because like one thing that I noticed is when I'm doing all my prepping and smoothie, I'm not as hungry. Absolutely. So I literally I have a lady down the street who has an organic juice uh, uh, machine. Mm -hmm. Okay. So because I don't have time sometimes in the morning, I'll take 12 jars down there for her to make. And I Mm -hmm. usually do. Like maybe two smoothies a day, maybe two juices. And me, I'll get it in my mind. Oh, I could put down three or four juices, but after you drink one juice, you're going to be full. You're good. You're good. So I literally right. have to Your tell my husband, I'm like, everything. drink those juices because they're going to go bad. You right. know, so, and that's one thing that I did discover. And I think a lot of times, too, when people are trying to eat healthy, they're trying, like, I saw a guy today on uh, YouTube, he was making vegan ribs. Vegan? Huh? Okay. First of all, <laughs> if you got to make vegan ribs, you don't need to be plant-based, okay? Because right. you're trying to find an alternative to meat, and that's not what this is about. Right. You know what no, I'm saying? And, and oftentimes, those things make excellent transitions, you know what I mean? As you're, as you're weaning yourself off of the meat, a lot of people want to have the same flavor of a particular yeah. thing, you know what I mean? But... To, you you know, there's levels to everything. But it's soy-based. You know I mean? Yeah, oftentimes yes, it is good soy-based. For you, it right? is soy-based. Like, I mean, sometimes, depend, I, I think depending on the type of soy that you're eating, right. how you're eating it. But a lot of times when you, you're seeing like this vegan mac and cheese or, you know, this vegan sausage or mm-hmm. vegan chicken, it's soy. Right. And then men are growing bread too. And then too. obviously yeah. you don't want to consume, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. a tremendous amount of soy. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's why, like I said, focusing on fruits, vegetables is the way to go. You know? I'll say this. Now, I'll tell you the companies. Now, if you getting food like vegan meat from Boca, yeah, that you're, you're right about the soy part. Uh, from Boca, uh, what, what was that other one? It was Boca. It was another one that also was high in soy. But Tofurky has been pretty good because theirs is fermented. Believe it or not, their soy is fermented. And it's organic. And it's fermented. But uh, believe it or not, meats cause men to have breasts. Yes, because uh, ninety over ninety percent of the U.S. soybeans grown and produced are designed to use for animal purposes, like feed, animal feed. So therefore, people talk about oh, vegan meats got soybeans, Ugh. but meats have soybeans because your cows eat the soy. 
Pigs eat soybeans. Chickens, especially chickens. Oh, yeah. Chickens eat lots of soybeans. Uh, fish. They even feed fish with soybeans. Yes. They feed fish with soybeans. Yes. Yes, they do. They feed fish with soybeans. Um, they feed all the farm animals and farm-raised related animals with soy because it's the cheapest product to make and it's cheaper. It's cheaper than corn. I'm talking about your industrial soy. Now, fermented soy costs a little money because it it because it, it it consumes time and it goes through a, a process. You know, it takes about 48 hours to ferment soy through a through a process. I mean, you can't go wrong with those with those things, and then limiting you know the the the, the carbs and you know, the pastas and all that. You can still eat those things, but just not all the time. Okay. You know what I mean? And make sure you consume a tremendous amount of water. Now, let me ask you a question. Go ahead. It's probably going to be, we may have to cut the question out, but I'm going to see if you want to answer Okay, go ahead. Now, back to, like, the soy and, like, your chicken question. Mm -hmm. Being that, it, you know, I, I've always known about that. Estrogen, women, we have enough estrogen. Right. Mm -hmm. You get extra estrogen through uh, birth control. Have men because my, like my dad worked in a prison for 25 mm -hmm. years and he knows that the warden locking niggas up. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hey, you know, hey, a job is a job. Long and the Bible does say, loans you do right and do no do no evil as as a you know correction officer or police officer. Then then you are righteousness. As well as a dietitian, strategically put 90 percent of soy meal in the prison system to actually escalate aggression mm -hmm. in inmates so it makes them right. more feminine. And in turn, you know where I'm going with this? Go with go with, go with. <laughs> we go with I can't, 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 I'm going to get literally chewed out on you though with this question. So, I want you to go And for I it. think a lot of people don't realize that sometimes like I get it some people I have a cousin born that way, okay? Mm -hmm. But as a lot of times you will some of the most strongest like men. I'm talking about more aggressive. I mean, I'm talking about they're men, men, but they can literally like pipe that down right. using soy-based diets. And then right. they and, and in turn, I'm not saying that they, they start to to become more attracted to the opposite sex, but I think like as they become more feminine mm -hmm. and you know, mm -hmm. they're starting to feel more like a woman, of course women are, you know, most women are attracted to, to men. men. Right. So how would you, you know, explain that science? And that's, and that's a, a great, yeah, that's a... Storm, why are you, why are you smiling, Storm? Because she actually taking a shot at you. I'm just saying, yo, yo, I'm just saying. She, in a way, is inadvert indirectly taking a shot at you, Storm. Because you are, you are pretty feminine, brother. I, I'm not, I, and it's no shot at you, it's just the facts. You you pretty you you kind of got feminine ways, homeboy. Just just saying, just saying. Great question. For, look and, at him. And I would do he's, with the look at him. He's getting this way. First look at him. Prison. He's getting tense. <laughs> that nigga's getting tense. I ain't talking about the the the, the uh, DJ Joe. I'm talking about Storm. is getting tense. <laughs> look at him. That <laughs> to do it. Look at that nigga getting tense. That nigga getting tits. That nigga getting tits. Look at him. Look at him. Look at that. Look at that. Great question. Look at that. And I would deal with it this way. First off, prison. That nigga getting tits. 
That nigga's getting tits. Yeah. Dr. Gay Gay with that question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he like he going down for the bench and just pushing it out. Yeah. Oh, oh I'm sorry. So sorry. I'm so sorry. Is an unnatural environment just off top. It is. You know what I mean? For any human being. You know what I mean? Coupled with the fact that people that are in prison, as you as you mentioned, are being um, genetically or chemically manipulated, right. right? And so we know that those things are real. But at the same time, the, the, whether you are a male or a female, we both have feminine and masculine energies. We do. That's you know. Ah, uh, bullshit. That is absolute. Bullshit. That that sir. Now I will one hundred and fifty percent totally disagree with you on that. That's it's bullshit. That is bullshit. Now, I don't know where that, where that shit came from, but to me that's bullshit. It is bullshit. There's no such thing as having feminine masculinity. Now there are times you could be a bitch, you know, acting like a woman. It's not like you have that in you. It's just you're imitating something that women do. Just like women, some will try to imitate what a man does. So you can take on that, that nature, but it's never, it was never in your spirit to be that way. Put it that way. Men are not emotional. Women are. But men can take on that spirit to be emotional. You are, you're correct on that. But it is never in us to be that way, sir. That's a part of who we are. So there's a part Incorrect. of DJ that's masculine, but then there's the feminine side of DJ as well. There is no feminine side of you, sir. No. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That that actually makes me a whole person. That's that duality bullshit. You see what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I function in this world as a man, but there's also a feminine side of me as well, especially when it comes like if, if you're a man and you've ever held a baby. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean. That's the, right. That's not feminine, sir. That's just a man holding a baby. A man holding a baby is his child. That's not feminine. That's just being a man. That's not feminine at all. You know, let's skip some of this because it's getting a little weird. That's okay too, because the way that you express who you are is a, uniquely who you are as an individual. Mm-hmm. You know, in full range in terms of access to women and you know moving around. I'm sure they do because of course there have been things that men have done in prison that they probably wouldn't necessarily do if they were out I, in society. I agree. You yeah, know what I mean? Agree. And that's the whole but in most cases they do. Whole download thing and all of that, which you know ain't cool because you still need to be honest with who you are right. and your behavior just from a safety standpoint, right. you know what I mean? Okay. And so, all of those things can be uh, uh, enhanced or reversed, okay. you know what I mean? Through, I guess, you can say chemical and psychological manipulation. I don't think it's more, I think it's more psychological than chemical, I think it's more spiritual, you know, and, and that's why it is. 
you know, in the prison system, you know, when men get raped, you know, that's why that's why when the Romans here, here's, here's why that's why when the Romans take over, you know, or the Israelites. It was better for you as a man to be killed in war against the Romans than to be alive, because what they were going to do to you if you were held alive and they knew that you was not a strong man, they would rape you. They would they would the Romans would rape you. They would rape you and turn that your your masculine nature into bring in that new spirit because like I say it was never in you to be a woman but your nature can be turned through the change of the spirit because you know there are spirits everywhere and your behind end up turned up and becoming feminine because this man done put his penis up in you he done he done he done he done uh he done uh treated you as as if as a woman and some men come out like that. But then you got other men that come out to becoming more and more dangerous. You know. Um, so that's why uh, the prison system needs to do a better job as far as preventing prison rape. Because uh, no man does not. Well, no, some men do. Some men don't mind getting it. But there's most men in prison do not want to be raped. I mean, that's the last thing they want happen to them. They rather get beat down or it will some do, et cetera, before they end up having to take take a penis. Um, that's why in a number of the cal number of prison systems that are structured, that you have to join a gang to prevent things like that from going down. Um, that's why prisons have politics, because no man does not want to get it in the butt. No, nobody. Now, some do. But you gotta keep that to yourself. So it's no different than a woman wanting to transition to a man and then give her a pill, or if you right. to do that, and vice versa, yeah. the man wants yeah. to come. Right, and woman. they wind up growing, you know, a lot of right. facial hair and okay. different things like that as they go through that transition. Okay. Because okay. they're literally given hormones. That's all right. right. Exactly. And, and, yeah. and soy right. is, is pretty much estrogen. Right. A it, hormone. Right. So exactly. I just, you know, I've always, you know, wondered that. Yeah, raw soy is is a estrogen hormone. Uh, fermented soy is not so much. It, everything can be adjusted to a hormone. And I've never had that proper conversation. No, those things are real. Because it's like, I think a lot of people, like, because I'm seeing, it's, it seems like now it's more of an abundance. Mm -hmm. because of um, the food that's manufactured. Right. But when I go and I travel, maybe overseas, because, like, I'll give you an example, the EU is very strict. They don't allow any genetically modified food. That's true. Right. 100% correct. Lifestyle, like when I did Paris a lot, or, you know, somewhere mm -hmm. in Amsterdam. The food's you know, organic. The food's organic. You go to your local stand right there. You grab your apples and stuff. Your meats are at a, right. at a, a butcher. It's not yeah. all, all of a sudden coming in on this. Right. Everything is in process. And right. so, and I noticed that people are smaller. Mm -hmm. um, it's much more of a balanced society. Right. Not as violent. Not as violent. Like, it's more violent. Oh, there's violence. Don't get me wrong. It is violent. Um, I'll give an example. Since everybody wants to say soy is as bad as estrogen, et cetera. Look at the Japanese. Look at the Chinese. The Japanese are the number one eaters of soy. Japanese are the largest consumers of soybeans. But the Japanese men are strong. 
They're smaller. You know, they're slender. They're small. They're aggressive. <laughs> Actually, they're more aggressive. The Japanese men. Now, these millennium Japanese, I don't know what, what's going on with them because they eat a lot of junk. But the older Japanese men, I'm talking about the, the Yakuza's and these black dragon societies, you know, tough guys. They eat soybeans. They eat natto. They eat wild rice. But they're tough and, and strong and masculine, very masculine, extremely masculine. And there's no, you know, feminine nature with them. They're, I mean, hey, and they eat and they consume a lot of soybeans and they live longer than the majority of people around the world and, and including the Mediterranean people. But the Japanese eat a lot of soy. Yeah, Japanese eat a lot of soy and they still maintain that level of good health. So I think it has to do with the uh, processed soybeans, like the soy isoflavins is the problem. It's certain types of soybeans. Uh, now, the fermented soy is good. Soy sauce is a fermented soy. Uh, the Bragg's liquid aminos is fermented soy. So you have those. Um, the others... You know, your typical, like, I'll say example, Vaisal is a terrible, it has total soy isoflavins. Vaisal is, ugh. Because when I first tried Vaisal, I started getting sick because of the estrogen. Because my body starts rejecting it. They're like, you know, I started bloating and all puffy, start looking puffy, etc. I'm like, this shit ain't. This not what's supposed to do. I thought this was supposed to be healthy, and I got sick. And I threw it away. It just wasn't healthy. Vaisal had damn soy isoflavins into the powders, into everything. Actually, everything Vaisal's had was made from soy. It was garbage, and they were selling it. I mean, it it, it was a it was a big hit. Believe it or not, Vaisal was a big hit, but. It had high levels of soy and estrogen. Well, I can't live in that society. I need a gun because I don't trust y'all. Um, like I said, um, testosterone increases aggression. Um, estrogen decreases aggression. And I noticed, and, and this is true facts from Jack Newtown, yours truly. When I was eating meat, I was, what's the word? I wasn't aggressive. Well, I was aggressive as a kid. Oh, okay. Right here. Hold on. Oh. Keep dropping this damn thing. Oh, okay, we got it. But when I was young, I was, of course, I was always aggressive, high testosterone, etc. So I get older and start eat, 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 ate the meat. I started getting less aggressive. But then when I got on the vegan diet and ate fermented soy, fermented soy, I became hyper aggressive. I mean, hyper, very short, 
quick tempered, like like I was young. Yeah. But of course, I'm older now. I can control that because I think before I react. Back then, I didn't think at all. I just reacted because of my youth and my testosterone. I still got that high testosterone level as I was young. Don't get me wrong. I still have that high testosterone level. But it's just I can psychologically say, okay, I don't want to do this because A, B, and C would happen. And I think sometimes a lot of people are afraid to have that conversation. And it's a direct, it's a direct link to what we're putting mm-hmm. in our bodies. We mm-hmm. are what we eat. Yeah. Yep. You know what I mean? And, and no... There's no truer statement than that, especially yeah. like you said, if you traveled and you've lived or at least visited other parts of the world, most of the foods there are organic, organic. and yeah. people are eating a, a, according to their traditions. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the, and the food is local. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. To that particular region, they're not trucking foods from other parts there of the world, culture. flying yeah. it in or on boats. You know. Our food, you know, is known as Frankenfood at this point. You know what I mean? Like everything is so genetically modified and processed and lack nutrients. We don't oftentimes know what we're eating. That's why, again, it's so important to detox, you know, to give those things. It's like, I know this might be something going on in me that I don't know. Let me at least detox just to get that out of me. You know what I mean? Until I can figure out. A better way because I, I don't know if you guys follow politics, but that's why I drink organic coffee. I, I don't drink. I no longer drink the uh, the regular coffee because I know the regular coffee was, it, you know, it kind of lowered down my adrenal gland. You know, your adrenaline uh, like you sluggish. Well, actually, I was sick. Well, you know, like, you know, flu and stuff like that. But I don't take a flu shot at all. And um that's why I drink organic coffee versus coffee that's not organic because you have non-organic coffee, which means you have the pesticides included, in it, even though you got the coffee filters. Anytime they start talking about Medicare, that's like a 30 minute conversation. You know what I mean? Right. Because Americans are so sick. Yeah. You know what I mean? In, in the healthcare system, we're the sickest ex- in the world, right? In I think, world, I think the even the poorest countries ex- are healthier than us. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? People are having to file bankruptcy. Yeah, because we eat, we we eat too much. We uh, we overeat. We excessively eat. We excessively eat a lot. That's why we eat too much food. We eat too much food. That's why. We eat too much food. And we eat too much of the wrong foods. And 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 we also need to bring up smoking. We smoke uh drugs. Sex. We need to bring those up too. Go into all types of financial hardship due to, you know, a health condition. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And not even having access to proper health care. You know, that's crazy. You know what I mean? And then there's no education around dietary health. So it's all sad. In the best country in the world. So-called. Yes. I mean, it's just like any country. You're going to say you're in the best country. Because you're here. You know what I'm saying? So... Um, I do want to ask you too. Now there are, because I remember when I was like full on vegan, 
I was so skinny, mm-hmm. but I was plant-based. I mean, I was eating, I'm talking about hella herbs, things like that, and it didn't look good. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? How do, like, people like me that go, like, just straight vegan, how do we avoid that that sunken neck or right. that, you know what I'm saying? You can see my collarbones. Right. Like, it's not, especially if you're 40 years old, that's not attractive. You look like a crackhead walking the street. You know what I'm saying? Oh. You do. Oh, a 40-year-old woman that's skinny is not attractive. I disagree. Are you skinny or are you just the weight your body's supposed to be no, at? Well, it could be It could it be, be both. Either. Yeah, it could but be both. But at the same time, as a woman, you want to feel beautiful. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Right. You want to look at yourself and you don't want to see, oh, my God, like, I'm skin and bone. I literally look like a flamingo. Like, I'm serious. Like, Really? Yeah, my neck was skinny, head was skinny, then, you know, I got to look dip down here, but then... You know, it's not a good look on me. So right. I, I tend to eat, you know, like salmon. So if I'm vegan, maybe once a week I'll put some salmon in my diet just so I'm not too, you know. You want some right. meat and you don't okay. lose too much right. weight. The, right. key to keep, the key to avoiding that is to actually work out. You know what I mean? And because you still, the proteins still have to be converted into uh, muscle. Ah, see what you're you saying. Know what I mean? so, you... so it's not just about changing your diet and not exercising because the exercise is what's going to keep everything firm and tight. You see okay. what I mean? So there's no way around that. And then oftentimes if a person has gone plant-based and they've lost a tremendous amount of weight, you got to replace that with now with some lean muscle mass so that everything firms back up. Uh, Otherwise, we kind of, that's where the sagging comes in. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. that sunken look because they're not working out and they're not mm. keeping that muscle tone. That's what I mean, that Adele right in. now is catching heat on live because she done went vegan. And she, she looks... A lot of, she looks good to me. I don't know what everybody's talking about. She looks good to me. I am going to say all that. You know, okay. she, well, yeah, because you're a black woman, and you and and the white woman in your in your mind is your competition. That's why. But she does look better. She does a look. She she looks a whole lot better than Lizzo. I, I see what people are saying because I've been there. You know what I'm saying? I know. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, and like people are like, "Oh my God, Tasha got big breasts. Let me go vegan. There is nowhere to be found." Yeah. But it's like, I. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, but right, but a woman, yeah. but, but see, even even us as men, we what we find attractive uh, at certain ages is important. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I, and I'm gonna give you an example. When I was in my late teens, early twenties, I would have thought the average woman, let's just say 45, whatever that size is, was fat to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I was 19. You know, and everybody that I dated was petite. Um, most of the time, they didn't have any children. They just, you know, oh, yeah, 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 they were they were really small framed women. Yeah. You know what I mean? But women obviously tend to gain weight as they get older, having children and just aging. Yeah. So our eye as men, oftentimes for what's attractive, changes. Yeah, my- I wouldn't find a woman that. I was attracted to at 19, she wouldn't be attracted to me, attractive to me at 47. She yeah. wouldn't. I think Storm is different. I think he said the, you know, yeah, look, look, the largest, the me. largest person he's been with was how, how, how many people? 395, 511, and 3 quarters. And how old were Damn. you? 19. I mean, the millennials. Look, that, 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 that was different. That was brown liquor. That was brown liquor. Damn, Storm, you like the big-ass women, don't you? Damn, Storm, well, hey, at least you with the women, so I, I give you credit for that. You like the big-ass women. You like them big tongue control. You like them big there. That that woman look like she was three ninety five, five foot eleven. She three ninety five. 
That woman built like a gorilla. That woman, that woman built like a, a gorilla. Let me, let me, oh, give me, oh, who are built like, <laughs> I'm just saying, you got some women out there that built like gorillas. I'm just saying. You got women built like gorillas. <laughs> oh boy. You got women built like gorillas. <laughs> oh boy, I'm sorry. Just saying, you got some women that are built like gorillas, and some of you sisters, y'all built like gorillas. My generation, honestly, I didn't grow up with a lot of petite girls, like a lot of fat women. Built like gorillas. Developed faster. No, literally, like my generation, they already had all that by like the eighth grade. So I, I didn't see the chicken. I didn't see the petite face. Because of the chicken. Talking about like I, I saw that like by junior high. Yeah, it was, and in, in oftentimes, you know, folks are in the third generation of GMO at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? The grandmother ate GMO, the, the, the daughter, not, not a granddaughter. You know what I'm saying? Right. So ain't no telling how the young girls are, you know, going to develop when they're in the third, second or third generation of just GMO type diet. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. estrogen laced chicken and, and all of that. So... All of those things are, you know, play a role in our in our development. Now, for the people that love chicken, is there any type of chicken that they can eat? If you're going to eat chicken, and I don't advocate, you know, the consumption of any animal protein, but you want to get chicken that is raised without any antibiotics and without any hormones. Okay, because they luck. already have enough estrogen. I mean, because I mean, chickens like eggs, like... What, every right. day? They yes. live one egg a day? Yes. So imagine their estrogen is always right. running. Wow, that explains a lot. Wow. And yeah. so you want to eat, you want to so eat the chicken. Oh, You're going to need a bra. You keep eating yeah, that chicken. And so the antibiotics <laughs> oftentimes in these chickens, because, you know, they got to get shot up with antibiotics just to live, you know, because they're raised in the most horrific conditions so just to be able to survive, they got to be bombarded with all types of antibiotics. And we're consuming those antibiotics as well. And that's why oftentimes, you know, when we get sick, you know, doctors back in the day used to prescribe antibiotics. And, and now oftentimes our bodies don't even respond yeah, to the antibiotics because we, we've been eating so much processed mm. meat filled with antibiotics. It's like the, uh, our bodies are now like immune to the antibiotics. They don't even work anymore. I have another question that I've always wondered. For us that suffer from acne, eczema, like mm -hmm. skin conditions like that, is that something that you just have to deal with for the rest of your life or is it related to what you're eating? It's 100% related to what you're eating. Mm -hmm. So anytime you're, you're experiencing anything with the skin, it's internal. Detox, right? So we deal, actually, our, our company, the premise of it was founded on eczema. That's how we kind of created our name, like taking care of eczema in young children. And so eczema is caused by the body's allergic reaction to wheat. 
people have a wheat allergy and don't even know it. Mm-hmm. Now, going back to the GMOs, it's almost impossible to remove wheat 100% from the diet. But if you have an issue of eczema, you have a wheat allergy. Because I was told it was genetic. I don't know if that's Nobody true. had no. eczema in this lifetime. Like, no. in our past, before my generation, they didn't, eczema wasn't heard of. Just like a lot of these diseases. Right, you know, exactly. So, eczema is on the rise now due to so many genetically modified foods. And, and again, wheat being found in almost everything. Okay. You know what I mean? And so that's that's why it's important. And, and it obviously, you know, effectively deals with eczema I, as well. I cured and my you son's go ahead. Uh, eczema because, you know, he's breastfeeding mm-hmm. um, by going gluten-free, of course. Right. And when you go gluten-free, you don't necessarily, like, look for, like, gluten-free items. It's just, like, if I want to have a sandwich or mm-hmm. something. Like, it's not like I eat sandwiches every day. I'm just like, okay, I have a glu- I have an option, you know, right. just in case. But I cured his, his, his eczema. Mm-hmm. My sister's, uh, one of her twins is going through it right now. She's gone gluten-free, but I think, you know, I'm going to have to send her a bottle of this just to pump it up. But because he's getting the olive leaf through the breast milk, mm-hmm. it cured it up faster. Right, absolutely. So, yeah, and my daughter upstairs, too, she has no more eggs in the patches either. Oh, so, no. Yeah, I mean, she hates it. She's like, Mommy, it's too strong. And I'm Look, like, it's shoot it. it, let's go. Yeah, it's and, and you know? with the children, you know, if you mix it with a little bit of cranberry juice, because cranberry juice is naturally bitter, it helps to hide the bitterness uh, of the olive yeah. leaf, especially when you're giving it to young children, um, they'll take it a lot better with the cranberry juice. Even, oh. even children as young as two, three years old. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I didn't even know that. Yeah, but I think um, as of now, I am going to take, because I mean, I don't, even though my son doesn't get gluten, my daughter, she eats it, of course. But mm-hmm. I mean, I think gluten and chicken is going to go. And red meat is already out. We don't eat pork. But speaking of pork, yeah. I remember there was this, this documentary I was watching and a lot of times, you know, because pigs are very, very nasty, mm-hmm. a particular pig had can't. Well, they say mostly all the pigs, you know, develop cancer. They do. Mm-hmm. And they just cut around it and sell the bacon. Right. Sell the, the, the ham hocks or whatever yeah. they sell. Yeah. That's what I all the meat. Was like, That's what, what? all the meat is. Oftentimes, the meat have cysts, you know, they have yep. blood clots, mm-hmm. they have all types of, you know, tumors. You know what I mean? And they'll just simply Psychotopic cut drugs. those issues, you know, and you'll never know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't tell you this you'll chicken had cancer. They don't right. tell you that. Well, listen, I could keep you here all day. Right? It's, so it's back, definitely been a That's what we to bring you back, okay? But just to, to get on this. Because, you know, it's the beginning of the year. I wanted you here. A lot of people do. I mean, this is the time. They're, they're wanting to detox, especially with all that food that they've eaten over the holidays. And it's just, it's like ugh, those extra 10 pounds or whatever they got, it just wore them off. So, right. Um, on top of the exercise and drinking water, ordering your product here, what do you want? I know you've already given us a lot, but in order to make it easy for someone to transition, what would you say to them listening out here? Great question. Fruit smoothies, um, green fruit smoothies can be easily made. Um, the fruits that are in season, just blend those up. Get you a blender or even better, a juicer. Right. Stay away from the cow milk, coconut milk, almond milk, hemp milk are great alternatives to the cow milk. No cow milk. And so doing those, right uh, taking those small baby steps, the green juices, the focusing on fruits, vegetables, nuts and a lot of water. Right. Mm-hmm. Having that spiritual foundation, exercising, managing your stress. Mm-hmm. All of those things are absolutely important to getting on the path of health. 
And health is a lifestyle. It ain't nothing that you're just going to do overnight like I'm there, I've arrived. No, it's a journey like everything else. You need to write a book. I'm working on it. You are? Yeah. Okay. I can't wait. I'll buy that book for sure. To premiere that book on the chat. When you're you're done, bring it back here. Definitely. Like seriously. Because I mean, there's just so, it's just a wealth of information. And you're actually living what you're preaching. So it's not like you're sitting here like, don't do this. Some people I I interview and they're like, yeah, you know, I sneak in but right. you know, yeah, still, you're not gonna catch me in the Popeyes. You you're know? not. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> that, that crispy crab chicken sandwich, motherfucker. Okay. Now let me ask you though: Has your does your family practice what you practice? Does your does your wife? Mm-hmm. Does she, is she vegan? Yep. Okay. Plant based. Kids are vegan. Children are plant based as well. Wow. Yeah. And and it's interesting because a lot of people think that you can't uh, raise plant based children. You can. You know, there's a. You know, my children have never had McDonald's. Wow. They've never, they really for years, they didn't even know what McDonald's was. Really? What is that? You know what I mean? There's a um, there's a, a a raw vegan restaurant in the West End called Tassili's. Oh, right? I've, I've been there. Island. Yeah. When we drive past that street or just get on that street, they start jumping in the car like back in the day we may have done for fast food, yeah. they they automatically know, I'm going to get some Tassili. You know, they celebrate yeah. like that. And it's kale wraps. You know what I mean? Yeah. 100% raw, vegan wraps. Yeah. And they grab those things and they eat them like, you know, mm-hmm. they love it. You know what I mean? So you can raise plant-based, healthy children, children that don't desire meat. You know, my children, you know, they're in school and they will say, they will ask, what is in this? I don't eat meat. I don't eat any animal protein. They do now. I think by by law, like in Georgia, they have to Give offer a, a vegan and a vegetarian that's, that's option. Right. So yeah. Yeah. Um, so they will they will ask. You know what is this? They will look in. They'll look at it and be like, if this is meat, I can't. You know, animal protein, I can't eat this. Right. You know. So you can raise children like that, but the key is for you to be consistent and then teach those values to the young. Right. After so, you get it down, because that's that's the hard thing. Like my husband has to have his apple pie. And I'm like, what are you doing? Every like, night? Every night. He, let me give him an apple pie. I know. Pie. He gets it. He's like, well, I get it from Sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, but it's still dairy. And yeah. it's still, you know what I'm saying? But because I'm self-disciplined, I don't, you know, it doesn't bother me. But like for my daughter, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to mm-hmm. raise her to have good, healthy eating habits. Because for black girls, like, I don't think black girls, like, really, like, pay attention. Like, we're the first to, to grow the boobs and the, and the the hips and the facial hair. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so if you don't watch that, and I think, you know... I'm glad Tasha K acknowledged that. I, I spend a lot of time, like, educating That's why a number of black women in America today are built like gorillas. They're homely built. Y'all say homely built, I say built like gorillas. A number of black women are built like gorillas today in America because of their diet, because... And, and, and I, the further proof... Uh, I know is this organization, IRC, and one of the captains is a personal trainer, okay, named Isaac. And the bishop would get on him and say, why don't you got no no sisters uh, doing personal training? You know, why, 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 you know, you can get some sisters, you know what I mean? And he said, the only clients I can only get that are committed are white women. Because he said, no black women you may get a few Latinos, but no black women don't want to stick with it. They don't want to be part of it. They don't want to commit. And he said on the on his clientele is mainly white women because white women want to change. White women be out there jogging. 
white woman be out there walking. White woman, let's let's close this out because it, it's good. It's a good one with uh, what Tosh K brought forth with DJ Jordan, and of course Storm helped. So I'm gonna give him credit too. But um, and he says that uh, Isaac, the captain, was saying that white women want to stick with it. The black women, you know, they don't want to stick with it, and that's his clientele. And he's right. So Lizzo, the attitude of I don't need to do nothing. I you need to love me for who I am. Oh, you 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 talking about my weight? You racist. Why you always want to worry about black women how they shape? Well, that's why the media continues to portray y'all as women who built like gorillas. That's why the media continues to portray y'all as women who look like elephants. Until you change that mindset and saying, okay. Maybe I need to lose some weight. I didn't say lose 500 pounds and look like Skeletor. No, I don't want you to be underweight. Just at a healthy weight. You know, if you're 300 pounds, lady, you're going to lose, lose 100 pounds. Look, I was 402 pounds, okay? I have to lose over 150 pounds, okay? I have to lose, well, more than that. But I end up losing over 150 plus pounds because I realized, okay, I realized I was getting fat. I realized I'm obese. I realized I had sleep apnea. I was like that. And I realized that. And therefore, I had to change my diet and I had to be committed to a level of intense exercise that nobody does not really want to train me with on. And I built that reputation of hard, hard charging. When it comes to training, hard charging, hard charging, hard charging. And of course, pain is going to go along with that. Injuries, well, I don't have that many injuries, but, you know, they've already had when I was young. And... That what needs to change. And Lizzo can be like Adele. She can lose 50 or 60 pounds. Uh, Azale can put on 15 to 20 pounds. I'm just saying. Azale can put on 15 to 20 pounds. Lizzo can lose about 50 to 60 pounds. And we need to stop this mentality of, you better like me for what I am and I'm beautiful the way I am. No. Because like that sister said, they say men get the women they earn, women get the men they deserve. Uh, if you have any questions, email me at jackradioshow1 at gmail.com. Uh, if you want to know the title of Tasha K's video, which I thought was great, uh, it's called Exclusive, Why Black Men Are Growing Titties, Sugar Addiction, Cancer, Diabetes with DJ Jordan. Now, of course, she put that clickbait title of Why Black Men Are Growing Titties intentionally to draw you in because I thought at first like, okay, she talking about men with breasts, but that was not the case. They, they may talk about five minutes about that, but the rest of it was good information. Uh, so like I said, this is Jack Newtown. Email me at Jack Radio Show in the morning, gmail.com. You got a question, comments, concern. Also, uh, if you want to donate is uh, paypal.me slash tiredurn211, streamlast.com slash highborn. Uh, if you want to donate through Cash App, Cash App, dollar sign, CSN46.